We're rolling. Welcome back, everyone. Episode 78 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. Wow. Today's guest is Juni Ocasio. Sure is. All right. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a brown belt training out of South Florida. Bo behind the camera. Hey, Bo. Look who decided to show up today. I was on a vacation. Yeah, <laughs> I was kayaking the week. There was and what, the week before. Oh, the, well, it was a Saturday yeah. podcast, and then I went. Out. I went back in time, sir. Dolphins. There was dolphins. There's dolphins for real. There was so for real. I went to Pine Island, which is an island off of like Fort Myers. Like you got to take all the bridges. It is a time warp, man. It was really? awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really quiet. We stayed at a KOA, had a cabin. K-O-A. That's a uh, like campgrounds of America. Okay. And um, they're all over. Usually you have to have like a camper or like an RV to stay at one. But some of them have like campsites where you could like, you know, pitch a tent or whatever. And then this particular one had cabins. Okay. So we said pitch a tent. Pitch a tent. (laughs) What's up? All right, guys. (laughs) Support for the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for the family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the performance package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who just who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you guys, just for our listeners. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code JJD at manscaped.com. Now, you haven't been around. Nope. You haven't been around. I did uh, my my review. You did? Uh, I did talk about the, the lawnmower. Okay. And then actually the weed whacker. I the actually used whacker. the weed whacker again today. I used tell, it. So tell me what you thought. I took more than 20% off. <laughs> <laughs> took 100% off. Yeah. Um, no, it was really. Uh, tell me, I, are you a normal manscaper under normal circumstances? No, I get, I get, I get, uh, I get forced to do it. Okay. <laughs> so you do. You, yeah, you, so you I do. do I do do it regularly, but it's like, uh, like, come on, it's time. You yeah. know, like I do this. Like you the, gotta like, hey, what's going on? Here? I'm more like, you know, like the Look at you that remember, mushroom. You remember, you remember, forest. you remember the Zohan? <laughs> you remember that? No, you don't remember the I Zohan? know the movie, but I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing. It was all about. I'm the, not big on those Adam Sandler bush, movies. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, um, yeah, I do do it regularly. Um, I, it was a good experience. I mean, I've had other experiences where I've bought like some over the counter type stuff. Yeah, and. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the construction of it, uh, that that blade, whatever that material, the top one it's is, like the white a, one. It's a ceramic, right, Bo? You I said it's, it's ceramic. It's ceramic. Yeah, it's so like it ceramic. felt it felt different too. Yeah. Um, it cuts be- really good. Yeah, I wouldn't quite use that. It trims. It no, trims I'm saying it, when it yeah. cuts, it cuts really clean. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Um, so like I've used other ones where like the hair will get like jammed in there, and then like <laughs> and it, it'll it'll you know what I'm it'll, saying it'll. Oh, It'll yeah, it'll pull. That's the word. Yeah, I've had that. So you ever happen. go to the barber and the trimmer stops working? Like he's got to take it all Midway, apart. Yeah, and like ah, and you, or you have to tell him like, oh man, you pull, it's pulling. Yeah, like and you that. know, you that's know what, you know what, brain. That's hey, my brain. under <laughs> underrated uh, thing. I think a lot of people don't talk about is the guards. The guards. Did you like, see my testimonial? I did. I saw I, both yeah, of yours. Yeah, yeah, he uh, tried. He tried slipping in a testimonial. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he did. And leave it to both. So the um the guards, man, like yeah. they don't slip off. Cause sometimes I've had that where the guard yeah. will slip off and it's like, okay, now we're going zero. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh but <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know how to work we're a going, fade. We're going zero. <laughs> we're going zero, boy. All right. Hope for the best. Going, so uh. but 
I, I, I am going to say that I, I did get a little bit overzealous. And my wife, like, walked in. And I was like, what do you think? And she's like, are you getting ready for surgery? Like, what's going on? Because, like, it was such a good experience that I just kind of, like, kept going. You know, I just I was like, what else can do this you, thing you do? You shaved other parts of your and body? Dude, if, if a cat would have walked into the bathroom, I would have just started shaving the cat. Because I was having a good time. <laughs> and then uh, the lotion's legit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like I the, the way it smells. Day. Yeah, yeah. It smells like... Like if Axe wasn't an asshole, like, you know what I mean? Like his cool brother, you the know? Preserver yeah, that about. one. Yeah, I'm I using like, this every day. I like that one. I like the way it smells. I even, yeah. I even do the, the credit card swipe and I'm like, <laughs> I give the old salute. I missed you, brother. You know what I mean? I missed you. You know, you do the salute. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the smell? Yeah. You oh, see where you're at? Uh, oh, boy. Uh, I, definitely, if parents are, are listening, they're not letting their kids listen to this podcast anymore. That's what this is yeah. about. No, I know. That's what I it's know. about. We started well, off. Otherwise, <laughs> no, it's good. I love it. Otherwise, love it. it smells like sweet and sour pork. Other, maybe you. Know. you. Maybe you, oh, got, you got I'm Asian, sorry, Manscaped. We, got went, the, we went. You got the Asian flares. You got the Asian flares. I don't know what I got. I got, got the, the credit cards. I was like, what did he, I thought he meant you were like putting the, the lotion in. No, no. When you no, do the checks, I got it. you yeah. do the wagata, and yeah. you're like, <laughs> you sniff it. And then you salute it off, you know? Uh, and Pass it, worked. it on to friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know you know her. No, I'm joking. <laughs> and uh, I did the nose thing with the, what's it called? The, the lawnmower weed whacker. Weed whacker. The weed whacker. I've never used one of those before. Neither have I. And I've only seen like cartoons and like sitcoms and they've yeah. always been scary to me because that's what the mainstream media has brainwashed <laughs> me to believe. I was very hesitant. Now, it's like perfect. Nothing pulls, right? I thought, I thought that thing was going to fuck me up. So today I actually did. So, all right. So I, this is, I've used this more than like, you know. I don't need the, the it doesn't grow week, fast. right? Yeah, yeah so I, gotcha, yeah. I use the weed whacker again today when I shave. Uh -huh. I'm using it when I shave now. So if I shave, I also do the nose. Get in there and love it. Doesn't pull. And then I actually try because I've never done this before. I like buzz. Like if I get any little hairs on the outside of my ears, I'll yeah. buzz. But I was just like, hmm, let me see in my ear. Yeah, like I've never really gone in, so yeah. like, but I could hear it. Like, get some of the. And I don't know, I'm not a hairy guy. We have to find. I got a little, got some hairs. And yeah, that's the first time I did that. We gotta find and like his, a his, old. His leg was going like this when he was doing it in the ear. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could see that, but yeah. he's doing the dog motion, <laughs> the dog leg thing. We gotta find like an old jujitsu guy that's got like cauliflower <laughs> ear. Oh, oh, okay. and then like shove that thing in there. Oh no way. You know, we were talking yeah, last time about the like, nose, the, nose know, like uh, the guys that have like you. I'm new to the beard game. I've only yeah. been doing this the last couple of years. But like sometimes guys have the beard and like the nose hairs are growing. Like it grows like into it. Yeah, it's like yeah, wow. It's, yeah, yeah. It just grow. And but like, that's uh, I guess that's not that not I guess that's not fucking normal. It's actually disgusting. It's a yeah. nose glacier. And like this is I don't know why guys. You know, that's usually old timers or whatever. Yeah, they let it grow out. I think that's nasty. But this is like I would like I when I shave. When I shave here, I usually get in here and I'll clip a little yeah. bit off. And then, oh, there, I got some hairs and I'll use the same buzzer. I'm not anymore. Yeah. So me and my wife, we kiss with our eyes open. And <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> just look at each other. <laughs> and uh, Check how closely shaving you are. Yeah. So she, no, she's called me out on a couple long ones. Yeah. And I used to, I listened to yours with the pulling thing. Yeah. Um, I've never, I've never gotten like the ingrown hairs or anything like that, but it does hurt like really mm -hmm. bad. It, I tear up. 
it gets me going. It's like watching. You ever watch the movie The Blind Side? Oh, if you pull. Yeah. You ever watch The Blind Side with Sandra yeah. Bullock? Yeah. Like, don't call me Big Mike. Like, <laughs> if you pull one of those, it's like watching that movie. You're just crying the whole damn time. All right, let's. It's connected, uh, it's connected directly to a tear duct. Listen, listen, in all, in all, a, a good experience. All right, that's awesome. So everybody, get twenty percent off and free shipping with code JJD at Manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping. It's free worldwide shipping at manscaped.com and use code JJD. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I, I was I, I I screwed that up because I was going to say the right tools for the family jewels. That was yeah. last episode. <laughs> can I can Always I just, use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Can I just add one more thing? Go I ahead. Think, I think there's a performance advantage if you if you if you just Trim your oh. legs Ooh. for no gi. Oh, okay. And arms. Slippery, more slippery? More slippery. Oh, man, you know, so who, who was just talking about this? About Was that me and you talking about the... No, uh, I was talking to somebody about the hairy being... Was it just you today? We were talking about the hair, like rub it, like somebody's hair. Oh, no, Sean. that wasn't me. I was talking to Sean from Flow and Roll. I know him. We were talking about, we're talking about the, the, the rash guard we're doing. And I yeah. said, I want, I want it short sleeve. And he's like, hey, listen, you know... More people buy the long sleeve. He's especially the kids. And I'm like, you know, I really like it. He's like, he started telling me about like he wears, he covers up completely when he does no gi because he's hairy. And he's like, I know I don't like it when it's like hairy, you know, things on, you know, hairy rubbing on my face and all that. And I was just like, oh, I don't think about that because I'm like, I'm not hairy. I don't. Yeah, you are. You're blessed. I'm like a hairless kid. Like this is. You're good. You're good. Yeah. So I don't really worry about. But the other day at training, I did get some like hair in the face, and I was just like, I fucking hate that. I don't know if it was. I don't think it was Ray. It might have been Ray. Body pubes. Love you, Ray. Ray. Oh, Ray's hairy. (laughs) Right. But like something. I think we were doing like back takes, so we were doing like you know, put your face on the cheek. You like really get. He wasn't letting us get away with. You know, oh well, do I the was, back take, but no, do the back take, and you put your cheek on their cheek. Yeah, and I think I was getting the. He's hair, a perfectionist. Hate yeah, that. dude, he's so hairy. I think I'm thinning a little bit, and I rolled with him, and it started growing back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's so hairy. He loves yeah, <laughs> like my hair follicles. He's so hairy. Ray's a listener now, yeah. so he's gonna hear that. I love you, Ray. He's so hairy, he's <laughs> contagious. Yeah, his hair, his hairiness. He's so Italian. We got to get him a mask. <laughs> All right, we are also sponsored by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need to build your business, yeah, website, Google Ads, graphic design, we can help. Check us out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on Instagram or our website at bbdigitalmarketing.com. I say we because I own the company. Yeah. And I've, I've, I wasn't saying that in the beginning. I don't know why. I wasn't trying to hide it, but I was saying, you know, I'm reading it like I'm not the sponsor. I'm the sponsor. We do most of the like post production and I'm glad post production, excuse me. Bo does the post production, but like the advertising and the posting it online. Yeah. All that stuff we do on this end. Request a free online review of your online presence right there on our homepage again, bbdigitalmarketing.com. You were going to say something? I was just no? going to say, I'm glad you're, you're airing it out. You're letting yeah, no, I, yeah, but it's never you like I was hiding it. it. I, think, I think maybe you're being modest. I think that's what it was. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if maybe there was a little part of me like, eh, I don't want to tell everybody I do it. And then it's like, no, it's a sponsor. Like they literally do, yeah. you know, everything for the show. You're besides, a multifaceted individual. Besides the video side, you know, do the that's marketing. That's what got the, you to the dance. Absolutely. All yeah, right. I'll stop forget. being modest then. There's a yeah. dance. Shout Nobody out to Neutral Zone. <laughs> 
Tell what did, what were you saying about the name? I was saying I love the name. Okay, because it's like I don't know. I guess maybe I thought about it. You know, okay. I was thinking about it, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like you're in the neutral zone. And the first thing that I thought about, and you could probably relate, neutral to me means you know, stick shift, man. Like you're in the neutral zone. Oh, I thought you were doing it's something like, else, bro. Oh, <laughs> no, we're not doing manscape anymore. Give me a we're second. Doing... I was just like, what? <laughs> why is he? Hell, he goes. Why does he go side to side like that? Is, yeah, that's strange. <laughs> that's but anyway, I rotate. Like, but you weren't you know, even going like this. You were going this way. Well, I'm I mean, like, how? Is you don't drive. <laughs> you don't drive stick shift like this. You drive stick shift like this. Okay. And if you're Japanese, you drive stick shift. I like drive this. stick shift, dude. I wish I could show it on camera. I drive Are you it like this. Short throw. This. Short throw. I do the little. Did you see that bus driver? Like the, the yeah, mean, uh, the video. Yeah, that I one? love that one. The that went viral. Up, the, <laughs> the pink. Yeah. But go ahead. Finish neutral zone. I like the neutral zone because it's a thoughtful name that kind of goes over your head. It's like you're it, you're in this you're in this zone where you're not you're not over it or under it. You're where it's you bringing need, you back down. You're where you need no, you, or, or it's bringing you back up. You don't okay. know. It, it's All right. bringing That's you. True. It's bringing you where you need to be. Zero. It's a base. So full disclosure, you haven't tried anything I yet. Nope. Because we ha- you haven't been around, Just did the unboxing, you haven't been here. You could take all of that yeah. and start, you know, trying and give us some feedback. I, I think we actually got other stuff. There are um, there are pads, face masks for the wife, if you want. Got it. Um, so you're going to take all this stuff home and you're going to start telling us about it. There's the nighttime there. There's the the uh, the citrus is, uh, I'm going with that combo day and night. But the uh-huh. melato- I take the melatonin religiously now, every night. Yeah. But you got the roll-ons, you got the rubs, Mark. you got the lotion. Uh, which one is this? That looks like I've, a, I don't even think I've used this one yet. Is this like Tiger Bomb? Uh, open that up. I smelled that. I think already, so. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why. I, that's why you're like, why is it not pointing? I've been. Well, I was telling muscle about rub, muscle rub. I was. I'm using it as I need it. So like, I'm using. I'm not just going to put on like five things. Like, I'm using them mm. as I need them, and or you know, like this, things this I'm familiar smells, with. This smells like something my mom bought in a different country that doesn't have a label on it. That I like. I don't know. It hits a memory cord with me. Yes. Doesn't that smell like something like your Hispanic mom rubs on you when you're sick? Oh, you're talking about like uh like vapor rub. Like Big Vaporu yeah. Pero. <laughs> I don't know what that pero. means, but yeah. It's okay. that's how Hispanics say Vix Vapor. So okay, rub. look. Neutral Zone <laughs> is a plant based hold on guys. Neutral Zone is a plant based wellness brand that was made to help those with wellness with the wellness uses of plant based and hemp products. Yeah, look at that. All right. So no matter if you're in the gym or on the mat or a pet owner, again they have neutral zone has the a pet line. Uh, yeah. A line for women. There's makeup there, uh, and then we're doing the uh, the sports recovery products. Yeah, but they have a, a something for everyone. Okay, so find your neutral zone. Hey. Yeah, find your neutral find your neutral zone, zone there it and is. find the strength and best product for pain wellness, and let let you continue. And that'll let you continue your active life. So find the the right combination. I feel like I found the right combination with. Like, I'm sleeping better because of the the melatonin. The, uh, the melatonin. Right. Um, got my little injury back. In the gut, the groin. The, well, not the groin isn't hurting okay. me, but the pain under lower abdominals, under my belly button, above my my tingling. Time, time, time to start so working that. So I've actually again. been I've been using some of them there, but I'm again I'm using them. But I found like the right combination is actually helping letting me sleep because yeah. the worst time is sleeping and then you go to move and you're like oh you're like oh, you're so you got to kind of like stay. But I've actually used this guy last night. The roll on, the roll on. I was mm-hmm. a little nervous because I'm getting a little low. Yeah, it was fucking perfect. Full spectrum, it was so good. So I, I've been using, right now, that's my combo. None of these have THC, right? No, everything is 100% THC free. Um, the owner, Mike, actually tests himself I saw often that on his and posts it. Uh, so that, like, that's one of the hey. things that they guarantee. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. The dudes, 
dude's got some some good talks about the jujitsu community. I like. Talk. Oh yeah, yeah. You, I, you gotta, I saw you in the comments. Gotta, I, you were you were inviting him on and everything. Let's you were go. like, tell him, let's, let's come on. And I don't, don't ever do that. I always say talk to you know talk to Brit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I always no. direct that yeah. way. This time I olive branch. I was so they have products <laughs> to help with all facets of your active lifestyle, general wellness, pain, sleep. Again, stuff that I'm using it for. Mm-hmm. They offer products for everyone. You know, they're focusing on the gym, athlete, cosmetics, and pet products. So, again, everything is there. Check them out at NeutralZoneCBD.com. Again, code JJD. Yep. Got it everywhere, right? For 25% off. You go to the website, I believe it's like 22% off for 2022. Yep. We got 25% off for our listeners, all right? You can find them on Instagram at MyNeutralZone. And then, sorry, NeutralZoneCBD.com. And then at my neutral zone on Instagram. We're going to be doing some giveaways with them. Let's do it. Right. That's kind of the next, we just finished the BJJ box giveaway. We're going to be doing some giveaways with them. And we're also going to do something that I was going to mention in just a little bit, but I guess I could say it now. All these uh, sponsors that we're talking about, you know, as it relates to products, if you message us through Instagram, it's probably the best way to do it. If you message us your receipt, Right, your online receipt, redact your, don't send me a credit card number, usually redacted in your receipt anyway. Yeah. Send us a receipt. Let us know that you used our coupon code. Should be there somewhere. Hopefully you see it. But send us a uh, a receipt after they started working with us, not from two years ago yeah. when you did your BJJ <laughs> box subscription. Okay. I Thank you for using, thank you for ordering from them, but not you. New orders going forward. We're going to do a raffle of what we give away to the, to the guests, typically, which is that swag bag of T-shirt, coffee mug, keychain, swag bag. Uh, I think we're going to try to do the rash guard, the new rash guard, but we'll still send them our old rash guard, but hopefully the new one from Flow and Roll. So we're going to send them a bunch of stuff that we normally give to the our giveaway guests. package, and we're going to do one. So send us those, and then we're going to like put them in a hat, and then basically do a raffle. Yeah, we're going to choose one winner, probably like every two months. So that's like eight podcasts. Yeah. So the first one we're going to actually do because um, I want to do one soon is you've got till May 11th to order from BJJ box Mm -hmm. from neutral zone. Yep. From flow and roll. Yep. Right. Those are the three. uh, And then manscaped as well. Yeah. Right. So those are four sponsors. Yeah. I was like four, but some of the other sponsors. Okay. Great. If you use them, but there's no like receipt, essentially like yeah. online order so our online company. So those four, uh-huh. uh, excuse me. Damn. Sorry. DD two fourteen as well. Okay. Right. So that's another one. So five yep. and then Hernandez claims fate though. Black belt. Yeah. Right? There's eight total. So those three now, <laughs> so those five and you'll hear all the sponsors. You'll know when we put out the coupon code, that's an online uh, purchase that you can make. Send us a snapshot of your receipt. We're going to put you into that hat. And we're going to choose a winner. Yeah. You'll get the same swag bag that we're given to our guests. All right? Clear All enough, right. right? Yeah, that's pretty I think good. I said that twice. I probably didn't yeah. have to say it twice. All right. Shout out to our friend George Hernandez at Hernandez Claims. Mm-hmm. He is a public adjuster who can help settle commercial or residential insurance claims on your behalf in both the states of Florida and Texas. All right. Call George Hernandez today and let the professionals help you get the most compensation possible from your insurance company, right? They're going to work on your behalf to get your big, uh, you know, big check. Check them out at Hernandez Claims on Instagram or visit them on their website, HernandezClaims.com. All right. 
We were just talking about Sean. Sean and the crew from, crew from Flow and Roll, they're always awesome. Always. Working on that new uh, Peace Love Jiu-Jitsu shirt uh, or rash guard. You I'm were excited. instrumental in the leg locker rash guard? Yeah. Was it completely like, you're right, I don't want to take anything away from anybody. No, like, I was just kind of like, gave him the idea and then he- Oh, yeah. I would, I would never take 100% credit like for the design or anything yeah. like that. I just- Throughout know, the idea. Yeah. I was just like, hey, man, nobody's ever really done like a leg locker. And I was like, you got a really cool, like, I like like his retro. It's almost yeah. it's almost like classic tattoo retro type yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, if you do something like that and and then you just do like a locker awesome. full of like the legs that you've taken home, you know. Um, I might be too old to say dope or but it was dope, dope when I was a it's kid. Dope. It's, dope. it's, dope. it's a dope, dope rash guard. And then he did. I say dope. Did he put out the, oh, the spats the and spats, the shorts? Spats and, and shorts. And uh, gi shorts or uh, no gi shorts. Yeah. So. Look, check them I'm out. Saving up. Oh, wait, look. So we're always talking about that gear and the stuff that you can buy uh, online, right? At uh, flowandroll.com. I love sending people to the Instagram though. Yeah. Because you can see all the designs, especially not just the designs that you can find on the site, but the designs that he does for, for the, the gyms. gyms. Yeah. And that's really what we're, we like really are trying to feature when we mention him is the work that he does with gyms around the country. It helps them get the gear that they might not otherwise be able to get. You know, like it's real expensive to lay it, like especially opening a new gym. Right. It's you know, a big like expense. It could be like 10, 15 grand, have geese in every size, belts in every size. You don't know what you're going to get, right? Yeah, you know, and then you got, you're giving away a gee every week. Well, he'll, you could basically, he has a team's page. If you go to his menu on his website and you click on the menu, there's a, a, a team page. Yep. Click on team and then it's going to show you the drop down of all the gyms around the country. We're on that page as well. It's a jujitsu dummies. But in that section is where all of the gyms that he's working with, where their students can go online and buy their gear and yeah. the gym doesn't really have to lay out much or any money to get that gear there. Now, he doesn't just ship it out right on the spot, right? It's like for like a pre-order system. So he can get all the yeah. orders from the gym, put in the order. It helps the gym save money. He gets the order, it builds his business, right? And then he ships out. And when he ships out, so I know he's putting a keychain in every bag, but I... If you get a gi, he puts it in a flow and roll bag. So now you got a backpack. Right. You get the keychain. Um, we're talking about like what else we could put in there, like from us. But you at least get those things. And like you know, he's got stickers and patches and things like that that he's put in there in the past. I won't speak for him, but you know, let's say you ordered a gi and no gi kit, right? It's all going to come in there. It's all nice. Everything's packaged. You so everything comes in plastic. Yep. You get the gi, the gi in the in the backpack. So like he really goes all out. So now think about it. Like you don't have you're the gym owner. You don't have to touch anything, right? You're not laying out much money and then you don't have to touch everything and everything goes right to the to the student's house. It's perfect. Yeah. You know, he also does like embroidery of like uh, belts and things like that. Like, you know, he's a full service company and then he has the online store to get, you know, you just want to order an A1 or an A3. Like you could do that as well yeah. and just be, get the flow and roll uh, branding. But that system right there is an incredible way for a gym owner to get what he needs without having to worry about laying out all that money. Yeah. Because it could get really expensive. You know what I just thought about too? What? Um, so like some, I travel, you know, and I've always like, I always like want to explore a gym if I can, mm -hmm. it'd be really cool. Like since that network is on that website, you would just yeah. like support the gym by like, is like, Hey, can I come to your gym? Hey, and they're like, yeah. The and show. then, and then just like, I want to buy, I want to buy a rash card. So like when I show up to your gym, like I'm supporting the gym, I'm supporting flow and roll oh, and, and I have a rash card from your gym. Oh yeah. You could, well remember it's pre-order. So like 
I know you say it's got to no. add up, but I mean, it's like if you catch it right. But know. if you were going on vacation next week and they're in a pre-order, you're not going to get it. Exactly. Before you go there. But, I know. But, I'm just but he's also probably it. done that with those gyms before. And they do have swag there at the gym. So you could yeah. go and buy some stuff. Exactly. Right? Again, they'll, they'll still be able to get their stuff, but it helps them not have to lay out all that money for you know existing students. I get it. You're still going to have to order for that new student that's going to come in, especially yeah. a lot of gyms do it, like a free week, free gee. Sign up for six months. I don't know. Yeah, that's how they try getting my wife. They just gave her a gee. But right, <laughs> they still have to get that. So they're ordering that. Yeah. They're, he's, your, your students who are have been your students can right. go online and order the new stuff. Again, you're not laying out all that money for that, but you still get your swag that you need for the, your shop. Or you know, just or if you decide to go, comp- most people, yeah. when they when they decide to do competition, they want to get the competition gee instead of the class yeah. gee. Yeah. You know? Got some good stuff going on. I, I not going to drop the, the big news that I know. I'll let him tell me when You're we can always drop always so secretive. Yeah, because, you know, I never want to. Is this for the. I never want to step on somebody else's announcement. I do. Or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you did with yeah. messaging him. <laughs> that was exactly <laughs> I where I was going with it. I didn't tell him that. I didn't tell him that part. But we'll, we'll talk about it. We can't talk about it now. All right. So listen, check out Flow and Roll on Instagram. It's at flow underscore n underscore roll. And then flowandroll.com. Get twenty percent off, yeah. off with code JJD you always make at flowandroll.com. When you do that. I always do what? You always make me nervous when you do that. When you go now I'm just like, <laughs> I know it's twenty percent off. I want you to I try getting twenty percent yeah, off my you know, drive well, down. You need to fourteen to fifteen, so I always like to throw that curveball. Yeah. But now we do like their commercial plays in the middle of the episode, so we don't read that one. Yeah. We have that commercial that plays. So hey, we're also gonna welcome BJJ Box, right? Coupon <laughs> code is JJD and get ten percent off your first order. We have, hopefully we have another box on the way so we can do another unboxing. So, So what the heck is the BJJ box? It's a monthly subscription, gets delivered right to your front door, filled with cool jujitsu products. Really cool You know, stuff. maybe there's some CBD, uh, maybe there's like a cookie, a snack, a power bar. Yeah. Um, depending on the package you chose, you might get a rash guard. You can get a t-shirt. You got the t-shirt. I got on. the t-shirt. What does it say? BJJ guillotine choke. And then on and the then arm, the it BJJ says, box. you got that? Yep. Hey, Bo, That's you got right. that on the, uh, right? The BJJ box. Yep. Right. Right. So, <laughs> so we got, we, now he put two t-shirts in there cause we were sending it to us. Yeah. You usually get it one t-shirt and anywhere from four to seven items. And I think it's always been like yeah. definitely more than four when I, when I've gotten it. I've gotten hats. I've gotten. Uh, Did they know this is my worst submission? So- is that why? This is a joke. <laughs> this is a joke. I feel bad wearing this shirt. This would be. This would be like. This is how I. Me wearing this shirt is like when I see a guy wearing a, a Ferrari shirt, and I know he doesn't drive a Ferrari. So when that leg locker comes, yeah, I've got to work on the game. I'm watching my videos. I got to talk to Drew. So you feel how I feel about it, I right? Feel like, like I'm like. I feel like I'm gonna wear that. I've got. This. Yeah, I've got to. I feel like I got to choke. I'm gonna go pick on like. A kid. You can't wear. I'm like. I'm not wearing that leg locker rash guard to Drews yeah. just yet. Yeah, I've got. Like I couple, won't go to. I won't go to visit and drop in. I'm not gonna. That. I'll toot. I guess I'll toot the horn a little bit. Yeah. I've. Yeah. I'm not. The, I'm not good at anything. But I'm gonna say that I've gotten some submissions. Okay. With with legs. Okay. Recently. I. I. You know. Like I've gotten. I'm, I've gotten. Taps. I've got. I've got a few things that I'm working on yeah. that I can threaten with. But I certainly haven't been taught the game that like Drew teaches his guys at yeah. a much. But I'm talking about like a real submission. You know when you get a real submission, right? You get a real submission when the other guy says fuck. <laughs> That's a real submission. When he says fuck before he says tap? Or like right after. <laughs> oh, that okay. You know what gotcha. I mean? Like yeah. when you really catch him, yeah. And like, fuck. I got a couple. Dope T. I like it. 
Thank you to Tony over at, uh, like at the BJJ box. Again, look, again, so you're getting four to seven items. You know, you're going to get a package every single month, same time of the month. I think like ships at the end of the month. So you get it like yeah. right at the beginning of the, like, the following month. So I love it. I've had it before. He's sending it to us now. So we appreciate it, Tony. Thank you so much for, for hooking us up. Um, you weren't here when I talked about my favorite thing. I, there's only one of them, but the spiky ball, that little. You were ball. talking about that when you were for your planner's fasciitis. Yeah. <laughs> you're 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 proud of yourself that you remember that that it's I still can't pronounce yeah. that 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 tape that's got the word easy in it but it's not Kinesi- easy to say kinesiology sure whatever so <laughs> <laughs> but that ball is my favorite thing I think that I've actually besides yeah. wearing the t-shirt uh the the ball is the my favorite thing from there uh-huh. just put it on the floor rub your feet on, like it's it it really digs in there and then when you stop you're f- like you're doing it and it's like it's it's spiky it's a freaking yeah. spiky ball but when you take your foot off of it, it's, it's good. Yeah. I still got young kids, so I'm stepping on. You shit know what at I? Home you know what time. I think about when when I when I was using it the first time. Do you remember um, Bruce Willis Die Hard? Yeah. When he gets off the plane, the guy tells him like from the plane, like when you get to where you're going, take your shoes off and rub your feet in the rug. Uh huh. That's what I'm thinking about when I'm using it because I feel like that feeling because I've done that thing with my, with my toes. Mm-hmm. Like get your feet into the rug and like rub, oh, feels so good. Yeah. That's it's like somebody giving you like an incredible. Like however long using it, like a minute massage. It's when you, for me, like you're feeling good, but when you stop, you're like, stimulating. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the afterwards, yeah. I feel so that. listen, check them out. It's thebjjbox.com. That's right. All right. Check them out on Instagram at thebjjbox. They got some good All content. Right. And once again, uh, ten dollars off your first order with code JJD ten. All right, BJJ, the BJJbox.com. That's right. right. You know, Shout out to Britt Tavar, our booking manager Brit. and our sponsorship coordinator. Hmm. Go ahead, Bo. What's up, Bo? <laughs> I was going to say, you, you know. Yeah, bring it bring it back to what, how, how far are we going back? To which sponsor? No, no. You could, <laughs> could throw in a hedgehog in the, in the box. That's also really good for your feet. Oh. It has a little more conformity. There we go. He had to get it in there. The had you were sitting on that joke. You were sitting on that joke. Great pet, too. You were sitting on that. You were like, <laughs> I'm going to say this. He I'm was gonna, shivering. I'm going to say this. <laughs> it's definitely. like Rain Man, Rain Man for fucking puns. <laughs> definitely, definitely a hedgehog. All right, everybody. Let's do this. Let's get Juni in here. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, everybody. Joining us today is Black Belt Juni Ocasio. How are you doing, Juni? What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing all right, man. Thank you, know, you, thank you so much for busy. joining us, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Where are you at? Uh, you're up in New, in New York, right? You're at Unity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in New York. I'm in New York. New York's much better now, so it's, it's, it's good to be here now. Yeah, how are <laughs> things? Is, 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 does it feel like it's, it's like, normal no, it's again? Like, it's super normal. I think it's super normal now. I mean, at this point, it's just regular. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Did you grow up? I think I saw that you were born in the Bronx, right? Yeah. But did you, did you live in the Bronx growing up or did you live in NPA? No. So I, I, I was born in the Bronx. I lived in New York. So I was like five or six. I can't really remember. And then I moved to Pennsylvania uh, during like that, that time around six years old to, till like I was about uh, 18 or 19. I, um, I always went back and forth with New York because my, my my parents worked in New York, and I had, I had a lot of family in New York. Um, but uh, I grew up in my teen teens, pretty much in the woods, and then I um, 
I moved back to New York and then I just uh, never left. And yeah, now it's been like, I still have lived more in New York than I have anywhere else. Yeah. You lived in the Burbs in, uh, in Philly? In, uh, in no, uh, it was East Stroudsburg. It was more like, a, it was more like, a, it's more like a woods. I mean, it's kind of like a suburbs, but it was like back then it wasn't like um, the way it is now. I think I visited like once before a while back and it was like completely different. It was like so modern with like so much things around and everything. Like it was like pitch black in the woods and, and like a gas <laughs> station. Gas station was like a half hour away. I had to walk everywhere. Um, yeah, it was one of those places, you know, yeah. uh, it wasn't bad. Um, but it wasn't like one of those like, oh, he was in the suburbs and everything is like beautiful and amazing. It was kind of like, you know, it had a little bit of raunchiness to it. Yeah, it was. So like every other Puerto Rican in the United States, I, I was born in the Bronx and then moved out. Right. My parents uh, I was born in the Bronx. My father was a cop and he did not want to raise his family in New York City. So he said, let's let's move to Long Island. So I moved way out. Exit 63 on the expressway, if you know, Long Island. Center moved way out. Past that, past centuries, past centuries. My parents are always like, "I don't want to raise them in the city to end up bad." I ended up worse in, in <laughs> Pennsylvania, and then I, when I got to the city, I behaved. You know. Yeah. So, so tell us. You know, I, I've heard you talk about it, so I, I hope you don't mind us going into it. You, you had a pretty tough upbringing, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Before um, you, before you found martial arts, you know, go ahead and if you don't mind yeah, talking yeah. about it a little um, bit. Mine's a. No, I, I mean, back then it used to be a little harder. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going through a lot of phases right now, a lot of changes in my life that is uh, making it uh, be more, I'm, I'm more able to express uh, things that happen instead of being embarrassed by it. But no, I, I had a I had a pretty rough upbringing. I had like a normal uh, upbringing early on, but um, my, uh, you know, I was, I was a, a product of like sexual abuse um, very early on in my teens. Um, uh, so much so bad uh by my father you know uh and i lived in that household and uh it was a lot of like you know various different types of abuse like you know mental um i can't physical um and then just like kind of being in like a jail cell and having to stay with your captor there um and during the time you're not really thinking like that you're kind of like half like in half out like oh it's normal and it's okay and all these and um it was really rough for me to get out of that. And then I started getting into like, you know, uh, I wouldn't say hardcore drugs, but I, but at the time was like numbing my pain with like marijuana and cut, um, breaking up the pills and throwing the pills in there. And then, you know, start doing shit that just didn't make sense. And, um, I dropped out of high school and like, it, it just like was very, very rough for me. And, um, the pedophilia is not cool. And, uh, it's just something that really fucked with my head growing up, uh, especially like the negative talk and all that stuff. Uh, it was very rough for me to get out where I was. And, uh, you know, to this day, I'm still, I'm still dealing with a lot of those things, you know, as a 33 year old man, I'm still dealing with a lot of that stuff that happened to me because it really, um, it really messed with my head mentally. And, uh, to be honest, sometimes I think about where I'm at and, and, like just what I've done uh, in my life. And it's just like unbelievable, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot to get through, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm glad to see you here today. And uh, again, I know that you talk about it a lot, so I appreciate you kind of opening up about yeah. that. You know, we have, uh, you know, people that watch us. I know for a fact, we have kids through adults that, that listen to the podcast. So, you know, the, you know, 
a child that might be going through the same thing, hearing this yeah. might see some hope, some and light at the end of the tunnel. Or um, and that's why it's so important to talk about it because I think nobody talks about it. Yeah, and this is super important when it comes to um, comes to very big in Hispanic families. Yeah, this happens a lot, you know, and everybody just throws it under the rug because you know the guy is you know mafioso and they you know they they embarrassed you know it is it's i'm i'm still embarrassed you know mm -hmm. and i'm still it's hard to say those things yeah um and that's just not even the ice that's tip of the iceberg those are just like overlay if i if i was to get like so an example would be like oh like you know my father lingering over my bedroom while he's drunk while i'm sleeping waiting for me you know what i mean like that's some yeah. that's some crazy shit, you know wow. so it's important to try to help people who who are in there because there's people who are in that position and let them know that not only that they can get out of it, that they should say something, mm -hmm. uh, but they can also still live their life and try to come back from that. You know, no matter how hard it is, you know, we don't want to commit suicide and we want to get through that. And we want to, we want to go forward no matter how rough the trauma is, you yeah. know? Wow. Uh, well, I want to say two things. Number one, I'm going to make sure that we put up a child abuse hotline, like a 1-800 number. Um, yeah. when we air this, like, you know, we're not, we're not airing live right now. We record, we'll, we'll put this out next week. So it'll usually air uh, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. So we're going to make sure that we cut that into the episode and, and put that there. Um, the second thing I was going to say was, you know, again, I applaud you and guys like Tom de Blas, who I've just recently seen him really posting about it, uh, that, that he experienced, uh, you know, trauma when he was a, a child as well, which I was very surprised about. Number one, I mean, I guess yeah. you're surprised whenever you hear it. Uh, but you know, somebody, I guess, in our world, that high profile coming out, it was great to see, but it's also, you know, very shocking. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes you don't know what people's going through, you know? Um, yeah. It's very, very rough to see people go through some stuff and have to hold that in. I held that in for years, years, yeah. years. I only came about out that like later on when I was like a black belt into like my thirties, you know, and, and yeah. recently, you know, as I dive in and, keep going and handling my, my issues. It's just so bad. You know, like the things that were so insane, it's kind of like inhumane and, and, and it's rough because family wants to coddle that they want to not have their reputation messed up and they want to be like, Oh, you know, this, my son was a good person and this and this, and you could say all these things, but like, we have to break the cycle and we got to call it what it is. And that's just what it is, man. Like, listen, it's rough. And uh, I, I, I feel for anybody who's been through anything like that. And it's just, it's been rough uh, growing up with that stuff. And it's yeah. important to, to go through it. And hopefully I make something later on where I can like, really describe it in depthly that I can, you know, really help somebody, which is yeah. something I plan to do, you know, but that stuff happens way too much. And, and especially with men, it's not just women, you know, it's with men, with kids, with boys, you know, um, or whatever you want to call anyone these days. Right. But, um, it's just important that nothing should never happen to a child period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you have now you're a coach. Do you, do you teach kids? Do you do uh, kids I don't classes? teach kids. I have taught kids. Okay. Um, I just don't have the, I don't have the time to, to invest the same way I have in adults. Yeah. Um, but eventually, you know, have a kid's role, but I've, I've taught kids, you know, yeah. like it's not an issue. And I, well, I asked that question to ask, you know, have you ever, have you ever had anybody come to you or open up to you about it now that they've heard your story? Uh, I've had people at tournaments come up to me and tell me, Hey, look, uh, you know, I know the little, it's hard to bring that out. It really helps me. And, uh, I know, I don't know how many people are listening, but it helps, it helps me. And, and 
I get a lot of messages about it. Some people, you know, the, the thing is about me and my, how I present myself is like, I present myself probably a little bit more realistic than I should, you know, like people don't, you know, like I'm, I'm just real about what I've been through. It's like, I'm dark and gloomy and I have a, you know, light to me, but like, I, I've, I've seen some really, really fucked up things. And so for me, you know, life, you know, I'm, I, I see life a little bit different, you know, mm -hmm. than a lot of other people. And that's not a bad thing or a good thing. Just sometimes people think it's uh, dark and gloomy, but for the people who've been through it, they know it's not like that. They know mm -hmm. just me just like sh sharing those experiences and it's, it's pretty dark experiences. Is do you, have you used that as fuel in your jujitsu? Like I, I've, I've talked about how on the, you know, very small amount of competitions that I've done that I've got to think that that person across the mat is going to hurt me or my family. And I go onto that mat, like, in kill mode again very um, i've done a handful of tournaments but have you used yeah. that as, as fuel um i think i used it as fuel grow, growing up i mean it's, it's easy to tap into that because that's so embedded in my soul you know mm -hmm. like that shit's like when i say like people have things in the heart but like that's in my soul like there's a lot of damage in my soul so i i say that because it's more is deeper than that you know um but for sure i I think that because of those things, I can dig a lot deeper than a lot of other people. Like I can go through things and still get up because of those things. It's not necessarily a good thing in the sense that like, I went through it, but it's not a bad thing in the sense that like, I know I've been through a lot worse. And so mm -hmm. it, it makes me get up. Plus it also reminds me, you know, where I came from, you know, what I got through and, and remembering like, do I want to ever go back to that place of where I was, you know? And, that's a, that's a big fuel to use. Now it's important to not dig too hard into it because that fuel can be burnt out really quick. And so I'm doing a thing right now where I'm letting myself rock and, and feeding off of energies, whether they're good or bad, but not letting it burn out. And if it burns out and it's a type of, you know, you think about those things, you get angry and then you burn out really fast. You know, like if you don't sub the dude, if you don't do it, you burn out fast. You need to have like that constant, like steadiness of that energy and then like, you know, control it. If we can control it, we don't we can let it loose a little bit, but we can't let it overtake everything. Because if I think about everything I've ever been through, I'll just go wild, you know? So there's no, there's no reason to go there because wild isn't good either. Okay. So competition wise, what's, uh, what's on the schedule for you now coming up? Um, uh, right now I'm in a, I'm in a gi phase right now. So I got, um, I'm not in a gi phase. I've always been training the gi, but I'm back to gi competition. <laughs> okay. Like I'm back to Like I've, I say that because people have said that like, Oh, you're just a no gi guy, but that's not true. I've, I've trained in the gi and fought in the gi and competed in the gi since way more than I ever have no, gi. I just decided at, um, during COVID to really invest in my no gi career and. And that's what I, that's just the way it goes. And it pays, it's different, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm back to feeling really great about my jujitsu um, more than I ever have. And so I've been competing in the gi and I've been doing very well. And uh, so I'm going to do the Lancer Open and then I'm going to do Worlds. And then I'm just looking, waiting for a high profile, no gi fight in my, in my division. Yeah. You know? So with, uh, with the, with the gi itself, are you, when you coach, is it all gi or you, do you coach no gi and gi everything. classes? You just, just hey, everything. everything. I teach, I teach two days of gi and two days of no gi. You know, we, and we, I make all my gi students do uh, no gi and I make all my no gi students do gi. <laughs> no <Mandatory>. choice. 
<laughs> no choice. You have to do it. Um, we're not going to be one of those people that decide that uh, our tire is going to decide. And, and people could have different preferences, but listen, at the end of the day, it's a skeletal structure, the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. And not much changes. There's, uh, little things change, but most of it stays the same, the core of it. And you got to be able to come in and out. the gear. So you throw the gear on, let's go. You know, you take it off, let's go. You you do heel hooks, cool. You do no heel hooks, okay. So, so it's not like a, it's not a big thing for me. Yeah. So I asked that question about the gi and the no gi to ask about, you know, again, I've heard you talk about this a little bit. And, and I think a lot of people that maybe have watched you recently will call you like a leg guy. You know, I know in my, I, I've been, I started training at 41. I'm on my eighth year of training. You know, we didn't even start touching legs till like last year, right? Like right before my brown belt. Um, and it wasn't because I got to brown belt. It was because the tournament systems changed. Not only IBJJF, but like the local tournaments that were coming to town. It was like, you could do anything. It was like, you know, there, yeah. there was no waiting to brown belt for heel hook. It's like open for everybody, like blue and above. So... What are your thoughts on kind of that traditional part where, you know, people used to wait? Do we still wait? Do you still wait to a certain point or is it like, no, oh, well, gloves are okay. off. Okay. So we don't wait. We don't wait. Okay. But like if I'm introducing a student, okay, we got to look at it. All right. So one, I am, I consider myself a leg lock expert. hundred okay. percent. I've been taught under Marillo Santana and Eddie Cummings. Uh, I've tested myself against every single leg locker. Uh, at the, at this stage, nobody's leg locked me in a long time. And if they have, I was still learning at that point. At this point, uh, I'm an expert in that, but that's the thing. I'm not only a leg guy. Mm-hmm. So people who think that are like, they got something else coming. I'm a very versatile athlete. Like I work everything. I work everything, stand up, passing, guard work, uh, leg attacks, arm locks, everything you can imagine. So you just happen to see that in the competition, right? But that doesn't, trust me, it's not even like that. But let them keep thinking that. That's good. Because um, <laughs> even, let, uh, let me say this, like, because you were actually, like I said, you're a leg guy. You're known as a leg guy. You used to be like known as a triangle guy, right? Like, so it's kind of like whatever you're, be, you're, you're doing yeah, at that moment. Like a, I used to be like a head and arm guy, yeah, triangle. And then I used to be just a passer, pressure passer. Okay. And then I used to, oh, he has a great guard. And then, you know, but I am. I'm like. I'm. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm not gonna toot my own horn. I'm pretty good at all the. Toot away, brother. Like I, toot away. I'm, 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 I train all the time to do everything. Gi gotcha. and no gi. So it doesn't matter. You don't. This is why I love the gi because it takes away the heel hooks, and then I'm like, okay, cool. Another like it's so much more positionally sound. The reason why I'm so good at certain things is because I came up with not just sub only and not just positional jujitsu. I'm a hybrid of both. So I know every hole you have if you're an IBJJF guy, and I know every hole you have if you're a sub-only guy, which makes me more deadly to, to, to anyone that, that goes in both realms. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but to answer your question, listen, heel looks are amazing, leg locks are good, and they need to be learned at white belt level, 100%, okay. but not the beginning of white belt level. Knowing the, uh, how to defend and how to have certain positional awareness is more important than leg entanglements. When you know positional jujitsu, you will be able to apply leg entanglements more appropriately. When you're able to pass a guard, you will be able to expose their limbs and make it more, you know, open to catch a submission through a leg entanglement. Now, 
we don't want to just learn leg locks and just fall apart and and okay you can't get a leg lock that's that's it leg locking is a beauty and it's an art but it's an extension of passing and doing all the other regular basic jujitsu now passing guard is extremely artful you know like it's an art you do you know how much effort it takes to pass somebody's guard that is clean with their their you know their guard retention and at a high level it's very beautiful you have to pass like 20 layers to get through it now your passing ability will expose that to get the leg entanglement so i i firmly believe they should, everyone should learn it i teach all my students leg entanglements but if they come in a fresh a fresh white belt even three four months in i want them to focus on single leg x passing the guard um basic guard retention basic escapes uh basic submissions that are applied before i start saying hey just do an ankle lock you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's my philosophy on it but I look, I don't look at it as a separate thing. It's connected. So I won't ever teach it like, oh, it's its own thing. It's a connection of positions. That, that's pretty much all it is to me. So now your your instructionals, where do you still have a couple coming? Are you still filming? I know you have uh, like yeah, a four episode deal. Week. I have two that didn't come out yet. And then I have, I've actually filmed in two weeks. How, how do you, tip, do you typically come up with, right? Your BJJ fanatics, like they want you to come up with your own ideas. From yeah, yours, are I you just kind of continuing from previous, like moving on in like a system? Uh, no, um, I had an idea for the first two value, the two sets that I wanted to do, which was like like my creative leg entanglements. Um, I did that, and then I did my passing instructions, which which I love. There's a lot of high level stuff on there that if you watch it, I don't think anyone really instructs it the way I do, and what I talk about and what I talk about, I think works. Um, and it's tested at the highest level. Uh, yeah. so in, in, in all competitions, so I don't really have to like justify it. Um, but I, I just don't think anybody's coming out with them the way I am. Um, but I do make them all and I make it with the person in mind. So I did the Nogi fundamentals for people who are just a little bit more beginner and they wanted a little bit more of a blueprint for, um, how to uh, dive into jujitsu the way I would kind of teach you. And then that's kind of just like a blueprint and that's like three volumes. And then I had the leg entanglements, which was, I, you know, did a bunch. I did a lot from falling from the top. I did one double pull. So you had uh, options from double pull. And then I did one that was my, my pretty people don't know, but the, like the, the last one that came out was the precision leg entanglements. That one is, um, that's all my bread and butter stuff that I do. Yeah. So if you didn't get that one, they missed out because that one is the one that, I do all from the bottom. And then um, we did the two, we had the Z lock and then we had, um, we, I just did two more, which is like how to knee cut, little blueprint and how to do my reverse out the reverse little blueprint. So I'm doing little group, little blueprints right now, instead of doing like these encyclopedias that like nobody watches, it takes hours to digest. 12 hour um, instructional. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I thought about it and when I watch instructionals, I will watch, uh, an eight hour instructional, but it would take, it always takes me at least a month. To yeah. You're not sitting there watching like the whole thing. No, because I, the way I take knowledge is I study and then I go troubleshoot and then I see how it's applied to my style, my body, how everything works at a high level. Uh, I practice on blue bells, purples first, and then I go to my other teammates that are amazing. And then I try it on them. If it can't work against the high level guys, it doesn't work. So, um, it's a process. So that's why it takes me a much longer to go. And then I make my own system out of it. 
Um, I studied Gordon Ryan heavily and made a lot of systems out of it um, my, that were required for my body type. And so um, when I thought about how I would make an instructional, um, I want it to be something that people can intake, but they don't feel like I'm talking too much. And then they get the move down. And the main thing is that it's, it's a, you can apply right away. And so that's super important to me. And I'm super self-conscious about my instructionals just because I know they're all work and I know they're all good, but I'm just a perfectionist. So like during filming, I'll literally get anxiety, like probably the whole session till it's over. Nothing wrong like, with that. Did I do it right? Are they going <laughs> to love it? Did it come out good? All this stuff. And I'm like freaking out. And then I actually watch it and I get a lot of good feedback from it. So um, I'm just trying to get better at it every time. Yeah. Funny enough, even though, you know, I, I won't compare myself to you by any means, but anytime I've walked out of here and I've said, Bo or Miguel, like, it's like, yeah, I don't know how I felt on that podcast. And it'll be like the most downloaded, the most watched. It came out yeah. great. We're cutting snippets. It was just like, everybody's, we get the best yeah. feedback when we, when we're overthinking it or when I'm overthinking yeah. it. So I, yeah. I get that feeling again on, on a different level, but I understand that. Speaking you know, of yeah, which, it's just anything. <laughs> That's Miguel. Hey, anything I, <laughs> hey, hey, you saw how I tried to do that, like me and Miguel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any, uh, uh, what's it called? A anytime I, I do an instructional, I'm just making sure I'm like, man, did I do that good? Did I do that okay? Um, the you main do everything thing is okay. that, uh, what he said, what he I said, you do everything okay. I, I mean, I mean, I like to, no, I mean, sometimes, yeah. sometimes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at what I do, you know, but I'm just obsessive, bro. I'm just and obsessed. hypercritical. Yeah, man. Yeah. But listen, you got to remember, like I'm putting my name on it. Right. Yeah. So if it's associated with me and I get somebody to be like, oh shit, this shit don't work. You know, like, I don't want to be the one of those instructionals. Like, like, oh man, this guy teaches and he's teaching dumb shit. Let me tell you, there's 90%, 95% of the shit you watch on, on reels and Instagram is bullshit. I know I've tried them on people. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. I've, gone, I've sat in the car yeah. and I, I downloaded it and I'm sitting in the car watching. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do this shit. And it's not like I'm trying to do it against like a brown belt or a purple belt. I'm like trying to do it to like a guy I know I could trick him. The guy on his one, and, on his one free week. It doesn't even work. I tried on yeah. free trial class guy that shit, <laughs> and it doesn't work. That I'm shit like, is, uh, garbage. That shit is something that you look at and I, I'm just, uh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. Yeah. yeah. I'm starting um, the filter. I don't, I don't put, I don't put that, that, that con that type of content out. I don't like to discourage people from like door shit, but like, come on, man. There's some, there's man. I watched the mother move the other day and, and I was just like, well, who, what the fuck? Like I sent them one. I sent them one the other day. This this dude, the wrist locking guy. He was just like, he like, oh, yeah, yeah, he like yeah. slowly slapped his face. Yeah. That and then like he like, different discipline, and then like, right? Still, yeah, yeah, yeah like gotcha. it's not gonna like that's not gonna work. <laughs> I, I look at that stuff, you know. What I like, I, I you talked before about, um, well, let me say it this way like, I'll watch the same video over and over. I don't watch a lot of videos, I watch the same ones over and over until I feel like I have that thing down. I am like a, a bucket that's full of water. And if you put one more thing in, something else has got to come out, right? Like I, my brain works like that. So if I'm putting something, I've got to reinforce it and reinforce it and reinforce it. And then I've got to practice it and see the opportunities when I can use it. And then I feel comfortable with it. And then I'll try to find something else. I still do that with, I've been trying to perfect the North South choke since I was yeah. shit, like a white belt. When I, I, when I saw that, 
I, I laid on a guy's face at a competition and he tapped and everybody called it a North South. So I Googled it and I was like, that's not North South. I was literally, my, my gut was on his face and he tapped. It was a white belt to white belt. And then I found, yeah, he, 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 he tapped because he would, he didn't know what was going on. My fat belly was on his face. But then I found, you know, the videos and I just, and I just have watched the same things, the same, you know, found Marcelo Garcia, bought his instructional, but I've just found the same videos and watched them and I'll see the littlest tiny detail and go, man, I'm not doing that shit. Let me do And then I, I, you know, work that in, but I don't like to do like a wide variety of of learning or watching a video. Like I want to focus on one thing till I feel like I have it. I I feel like I I could see that. Yeah. I feel like I want to perfect, I want to perfect. What, if I'm going to, if I'm going to do it, I want to perfect it. I want to be good at it. But you know, my yeah. go to, I go to train and my coach is teaching me lots of different things. But then when I'm rolling, I'm like, okay, I'm going to use that, but I'm also going to try to perfect that thing that I'm, that I know that I'm working on. I have, I like doing, um, I'm sorry to cut you off. Miguel. Oh, no, I, I like doing like, uh, how you say, I like to do, I like subjects. So like amounts and then i'm trying to troubleshoot my mounts and then studying a bunch of stuff but i actually can intake knowledge like very fast and i'm very obsessive to the core of the move the skeletal structure how tension how the tension needs to be just when i do this does it mean to relax on this does it need to go on this angle do i need to be clean here am i being lazy uh, on this point um, I'm just so obsessive about everything at this point. So like if I study and I get it most of the time, I can apply it like almost instantly. But if I can't get it, I just obsess on it. And then I go back and, and, uh, try to study my ass off. And so I'm, I'm right now I'm in, I'm in knowledge mode. So I'm, I'm taking so much knowledge from the up and comers and, and like the blues, purples, and taking a lot of knowledge from like a lot of the people out there competing and just applying my own style to it. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It just takes time, but it's a lot of fun. Do you, my school, we, we used to train together. We don't train in the same school anymore, but our professor, he started to go to, he would do one week of the same move. And now he does one month because he realized, I think that he realized I haven't spoken to him about this is that, you know, I'm coming two or three days a week and then I'm doing an open mat on the weekend. He's, I'm not getting enough. A guy like me isn't getting enough. He's doing it the whole month now. We had Jason Costa on and right. He trains with you up in, uh, Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's in Grand Rapids right now. He right? talked yeah. about sick that he, when he trained in, I think Brazil, it was like six months of the same move or the same takedown. Like I, I that's the way I like to learn. I want to kill it till I know it, you know? Go ahead. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. No, well, just to, just to add to what you were saying. Yeah. What, uh, what, uh, his professor does, uh, Felipe, is that he'll let's say you, he does a whole month of of mount the first the first week will be mount as the aggressor the second week would be mount as the person on the bottom and how to get out then the third mm-hmm. week would be attacks to the counters from the guy on the bottom and then the fourth week would be like a culmination of everything you learned and with implementation of the person on the bottom defending the attacks from the counter from the bottom from the top <laughs> yes <laughs> but we, we, didn't, we didn't always train like that no he and didn't. it was very obvious when he changed yeah. to that yeah. and i think a lot of us especially the more experienced and, guys there were like i like this this is what i need yeah because yeah. i felt like i was missing you know look i'm gonna i'm gonna be there two or three days a week i run a business i'm doing the podcast like i'm not a six day a week a, yeah. a day a week guy anymore yeah. that works great for me 
I, I love that system. I'm not sure. Like I, I've always had like this mentality that like when I found Felipe's gym, I was like, this is where I'm gonna get my black belt. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And then I like I just went through like this weird roller coaster where like I had a good buying opportunity for a house. It was far away. I tried making it work. You know, I got children, and they were going. And Felipe has a phenomenal kids program, yeah. bar none, one of the best that I've ever seen. And um, and then I, my wife was just like, this drive is just too much. And, you know, the car's a lease, so we can't put miles on it. So it's like we found another great school and it was close to the house. And then that ended up just like uh, going to <laughs> We won't up. go down that road. Yeah, I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> and then I found another great school. You know, there's no shortages of great schools. In South like, Florida. In yeah, South we're Florida. down in, you know, and, he's, he's down at like Henzo, outside of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. So now I'm training at Henzo's uh, in Weston uh, with Coach oh, Adrian. Cool. Yeah, he's super cool. I really like that school a lot. And um, but what I'm trying to get to is is that uh, one core value that I've seen from instructors and even the people who work with the instructors is exactly what you just said. It's like I don't I don't care about the move. I care about the concept and the mechanics mm -hmm. and and what you said was in the troubleshooting. So it's like if you teach me an armbar. Great. You taught me that like, okay, Jujikatami, I have to ensure that like in order to manipulate one joint, other joints have to be stabilized. Yes, yes, right. Like, yes, so that's yes. like, that's how they teach you. They're not going like, oh, do this and do this. If he's like, no, you have to, I don't know where, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you're going to be. I don't land it. A hundred percent. I don't, I don't like teaching like that. I'm going to tell you why this needs to happen. Or yeah. if, if I explain it, I'll tell you why. The, the biggest thing is this, is that, okay. Uh, this is what happens. There's skeletal structure is the skeletal structure, right? So like certain, certain blocking of certain joints at a certain time for certain pressures uh, are going to stop you. It doesn't matter. Now there is 95% of the people are going to be able to defend all the same way that period. There's only going to be like 5% giving give and take, depending on the body type you are, the flexibility you are, and just some people can do weird fucking things. Yep. So <laughs> that that's the five guy. Yeah, man. Guy, that's the five. That's the five percent. So, but for ninety-five percent, you're gonna be able to stop them if you know what's going on. It doesn't really matter about your belt rank, man. It just matters about those little things. Okay. Oh, and it matters about your life experience and bitterness. You know, because I, I I can <laughs> I can draw from bitterness more than you can. So I'm good there. But for the most part, that's that's what we're looking at. You know, like. I'm looking at the structure in the gi. I'm looking at a skeletal system that just has a little chain attached to it. That's it. So everything's the same, but for certain things, because of the chain, instead of me posting on your shoulder blade, I grip that collar and I push or pull into the shoulder blade. So that's essentially what it is. But when I pull, I pull you to me, me to you, mm -hmm. right? If I push, I'm using full extension where I'm contracted the whole time. And I'm not just talking about their contraction or what mechanic you need for them. I'm talking about how your body needs to be during the whole move. Right. So it's a lot of stuff I've dove into. I went down a rabbit hole and I haven't left since. And so that's the way I'm looking at jiu-jitsu and teaching it. And it's been more effective for all my students. Is, so, is that is, what you just explained there? Is that something that you learned from other instructors or that you sought out that yes, kind of no. information? Uh, so I, I was already down this rabbit hole. My professor Mills, uh, is amazing at it. I think he does a lot. He doesn't explain it the way I explain it, but he does a lot of it. When he breaks down the move, it's, it's just insane. Uh, he, he's doing it for a long time. He's a legend. Um, but I also study, uh, and I like studying Gordon Ryan, which is people may not study him because of his, you know, however he talks, but his his skills are his skills. Now, undeniable. Undeniable, I have, for sure. 
The only problem I have with um, the instruction is not the instruction, is that he's a big player, I'm a very small player. The people I fight have incredible guards, flexibility, and speed. Where in his, his division, he doesn't need to be faster than them. He can slow it down and do it. Now, if I take that concept along with my professor's concepts and then mix them together and see how it works, that's how I develop little things in my style. So I'm very heavy on Gordon Ryan's stuff, super heavy, especially no gi. Um, but I apply a lot of those principles to the gi, which I don't think a lot of gi players do these days. So I feel like I have a little leg on them because I'm, I'm relying on things and I know why they're going to work, not just because somebody told me that how to do them. Now, I, um, I, got, yeah, some, go I got something I got to address because you at the lower weight classes, gi, black belt, top of the food chain level, there's this double guard pulling thing that happens way too much. And I'm talking about competition, especially IBJJF style competition. Please explain to me, because I am beyond dumb, I guess, why if you, there's a double guard pull, homie looks at his watch, points at the table, you know that the clock is ticking. It is very, very easy for one person to just sit up for us just stand up and get two points yes i don't under is it because no, like they no, know they're they gonna get, get sweat points they, they don't get two points they get an advantage oh you get two points if like my butt hits and then your butt hits second and then you get up the second butt mm -hmm. and that happens yes. a lot too at the high level yes yes now, is it because yeah, they have yes, a, if they have a weak they have a weak stand-up game is that what it is is mm -hmm. that why they stay down um i think what it is is look double pull you can look at in my mind as you wrestle it's essentially the same thing you're doing wrestling stand-up, nobody's doing nothing, you're underhooking, you're collar tying, nobody's really, they're trying to take shots, but nothing really working. That's the same thing on the ground, I'm trying to get to your leg, I'm trying to essentially get to your hips so I can go upside down and fight. Now, this is something I agree with. I think it's the most stupidest thing in the world. I do not like doing double pull for long. Do I have to do it sometimes? Absolutely, I gotta game the system the way they do too. But these days, I'm not so keen to just sit down in front of the person, whether it's gear or no gear. Like, it's super boring. I, I mean, I can go leg lock for leg lock all day. I can try to go to your back. But it's just one of these things that people want to win, right? And they're yeah. taught a structure in which the IBJJF has a rule set. So the 20 seconds of looking at his clock is to make sure that they stand up within 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. They get an advantage if they get up. Now, this is the thing. In the lighter weight classes, a black belt, that advantage can make or break you, right? That two points or that seated position can make or break you, right? You may not want to stand up on top of the person just because the dude's good at sweeping. Or uh, maybe you have a sick barambolo, but you just really do from double pull. And I know people that do double pull all day, drill it all day, and that's what they do. I'm not a fan of that style, but uh, it's a part of the system. Like. Right. I have to practice it all the time because of the light, lighter weight classes. Like, I think it's you not missed one I, scenario. One scenario uh, involving you, you missed. Thank you to DD214 Fightwear, gear for patriotic rollers. Visit their website, dd214bjj.com, and get 15% off your online order with code JJD. And check them out on Instagram at dd214 underscore fightwear. Thank you to Feito IT and AV, specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305-428-2515 and let them know the dummy sent you.
Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram, too, at MyNeutralZone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. All of us here at the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies would like to thank the entire crew over at Flow and Roll for their tremendous support. They're renowned for their incredible t-shirt designs, and they've got something for everyone. Flow and Roll quickly rose up to become the premier custom apparel provider for academies, big or small, throughout the United States. Shoot them an email about your custom order, flowandroll at gmail.com, and they'll be more than happy to get you hooked up. Check them out on Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll for samples of their gi and no gi kits. They conveniently offer flexible payment options, too. Head over to flowandroll.com for more details, and while you're there, pick up a Jiu-Jitsu Dummy signature tee, now exclusively at flowandroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your online purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. Special thanks to George Hernandez, Claims Adjuster. Have you experienced damage in your residential or commercial property in the states of Florida or Texas from flood or fire, storms, theft and vandalism, even sinkholes, just to name a few? Don't get stressed out dealing with your insurance provider. Call George Hernandez today and let the professionals get you the most compensation possible. Visit HernandezClaims.com or call 305-712-6751 to get help now. And stay in touch with them on Instagram at HernandezClaims. Your match with Michael Musumeshi on who's number one, the dude was forcing it on you. Like the, yeah. it started off as a leg entanglement and it stayed on the ground, but it was because he was trying to force that Mikey lock like the whole time. Am I oh, mixing you that? Mean, you mean the not Mikey lock? Yeah, yeah. sure. Whatever. Yeah, no, <laughs> but what I'm saying, that's a scenario no, too. There's, there's, there's no, a scenario there's where no. the guy doesn't let you stand up either. That I've uh, noticed. There's no, there's no Mikey Lock. And at that time, he wasn't doing his so-called Mikey Lock. Um, the inside uh, the inside heel hook is essentially what it is. Uh, no, in that match, we were doing double pull. We were, I got up. I, I remember getting up. Yeah, but he kept fight. pulling yeah. you down. Yeah, he kept trying to pull me on top of him. He was yeah. forcing. He was forcing the leg entanglement. Like, forcing it, forcing it, forcing it. The mm. whole match. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we watched the same match because uh, <laughs> I um, I forced, we both forced the leg attack. So we were both going back and forth. He was pulling one. I was pulling the other. He had a, one entry. I had one entry. It was back and forth. And then I got up and started passing. And then he just started doing K-guard. And from K-guard, he only got one entry, one or two entries. He was able to get out. Um, his ankle lock was only a counter to my Z-lock. So 
Um, yeah. I don't understand what you're. Oh what no, you're my, saying. My, I'm saying it's like a third scenario. You were saying like one scenario is like you know the guy has a good sweep, so you don't want to stand up. The second scenario was you have a sick barambolo, or you're really good at getting at the hips, so you force the double guard pull. The other one, especially when somebody has good grips, or they like like you said in the lighter uh, weight divisions, they're they're for their weight, they're very strong and they're very fast and they're very yeah. nimble. I felt I felt like. In that match, yes, you both were engaging in the leg entanglement, and it was one of those matches that you were talking about. But I feel like the position was forced because, it, to me, as a consumer, there was especially I consume uh, flow grappling quite a bit, and there's a narrative that they're running. But I get it because it's it's a channel, and the narrative was like, oh, Mikey's doing nogi for the first time in forever, and he's and he's gonna he's been working on leg locks and leg locks, leg locks, and so it just like it felt like the narrative was like he had to do leg entanglements when you know that he's known for the bolo, right? And he's known he's known for top pressure. If he falls back, he falls back to do a straight ankle lock, which he's known very well for. But in this scenario, you know, you you're known uh a lot for, you know, like just being as deadly and quick and as you know, you strike like a tornado. With the leg entanglement, you finish it quick. And it, to me, that match, again, I wasn't there. And this is your match, so I'm not arguing with you. I'm saying to me as a consumer, it looked like you were trying to do something else. You, Yes, you battled back and forth through the leg entanglement, but it looked like he was like pulling you into the leg thing where the um, game could have gone up. Like the last 10 seconds of that match was probably the most interesting where you both yeah, were just the going last crazy. 10 seconds was, uh, was like a Hail Mary, right? Yeah. So in that match, I get what you're trying to say, like that there's a way where they could pull you on top, they could force some things. The thing was that in that match, I got up uh, because I didn't care to stay double pull too mm -hmm. long, right? It didn't bother me. I'm good at leg locks from the top too. So that was my thing. And in that fight to the consumer, it looks a certain way. But what you didn't see was how many people does Mikey at his weight class fight and does not demolish? Anyway. And he just demolishes them all the time. Easy, yeah. right? Yeah. Subs them. Yeah. Uh, they he either fought somebody that they didn't know leg locks when he leg locked them, so they're not they're not uh, artists in that 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 part of it. Yep. Okay. And then if they knew leg locks, he was more positionally sound than them. Okay. So they didn't understand the back takes and the bolos and all the ankle locks and stuff like this. For everything that I threw at Mikey, he defended, but everything he threw at me, I defended as well. It was a great match. So in that match, you saw it was a very high-level chess match with pawns and, and all that stuff going on. In that match, I shut him down every which what way. He couldn't catch my heel. Um, I also, it was hard to put some offense on him as well because he's really good, but um, I never felt in danger. Um, I only got countered with a full lock off of me doing footlock. So I felt like that match was even minus the last seconds of the, of the round where I kind of just did hail Mary and just like, you know, was like, whatever. Um, that, that match is one, something that like, yeah, it's kind of like double pool. He was trying to force some leg entanglements that I think what happens is he thought maybe he was going to go into that match and he was just going to fuck me up like everyone else. Mm -hmm. But I am a black belt in Marilla Santana. I come from a school that is known for barambolos, and I come and learn from the Eddie Cummings. I'm fully prepared in every position. I can see when you're going to take my back. I can see when you're going to do a footlock, and I'm calm in the, in the exchanges. And I like to go forward, so you're never going to push me back. So, you know, 
that's actually one of the better matches, in my opinion, that that were a lot fun to watch because it was like, you know, two two skilled artists going yeah. up there, you know? Um, that was the scenario I was talking about. It was like a force, yeah, like, like a... Like there, there's a there's a forcing of that, but I don't think in that regard, I have to disagree in the sense of I he wanted to do something and I was willing to play that game because I wanted to play that game. That didn't bother me, right? Like if you ever have Eddie Cummings on your feet, you'll never cry about anybody else on your feet. Trust me. Okay. Um, Mikey is amazing uh, as a as an athlete and uh, as an athlete and a competitor. I respect him. Man, I would never underestimate that guy. But I'm fucking amazing. So yeah, um, I know, you know, I know what's up with that match, and I know that was a great match. But there's a reason why that match was way more closer, and I was able to shut things down. You want to take the second to know how much that match, um, how how the breakdown of that match is. You need think about how many positions that I shut down that you weren't able because in that match it's like okay. I shut his thing down. He comes back. He shuts mine down. I shut his, he shuts mine down. He gets a little ahead. I stop him. He gets here. I stop this. He goes for a back take. I do this. He goes here. I never get to let, let him get my hip line. It, honestly, that was a really good match. I, that was a really I, good I, match. I, I fucking love, I, I got so much better after that match. So I do not regret that match, but I understand what you're trying to say about the forcing it. But um, again, it's a shitty dumb rule and you got to game the system mm-hmm. uh, for the IBJ Jeff. It, it just is what it is. And so they change that rule where they fucking, you know, you do double pull. Nobody gets a fucking advantage for getting up and you just do 20 seconds and you just get negatives. That's not going to change. And that's, that's essentially what that is. It's a dumb rule, but it's just giving somebody initiative for getting up. But some people don't want to get up. They want to play the footlock game. Um, one example of this is Mikey. He loved, like, there's one, I think, world championship where he fought Joao. He stood on an ankle lock and double pull for it, like over eight minutes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just depends on the game you're trying to play. I personally, I like to fight, man. I like to go. So, like, I would rather get up and pass because I'm confident in my passing abilities. Because I, I don't only drill double pull, like, I drill, I, I practice everything. So, um, I'm just a fan of fighting, you know, like, so. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to fight and I want to go. I'm going to be the most technical, precise person to fight, but I'm, I want to go, you know, I, I want to go. I want yeah, to walk you through fight to win. Do you, you yeah. do you want to, is that, well, not do you want to, I've heard you talk about it. Are you serious about going into MMA? Is that a transition yeah. that you really, yeah, yeah. you're going to be making? So my plan, my plan is, or, or hopefully how it works is I, um, get my titles that I need in jujitsu, which I'm fairly close. Uh, I've been, I've been so close to getting the ones I want. Um, I'm going to try to get them this year. Uh, I have, I have a good shot and the best I've ever been. And, uh, I've been working very hard and uh, my life is actually changing a lot right now, uh, for a lot of personal reasons in my life. Um, just moving, doing a couple of things. I've been actually fighting on a stress level that was insane for like the last six months, which nobody knew. I just kept going out and just doing my thing. But uh, I think I'm finally going to be in a place where I can fight freely and really show myself. Um, which is way more cooler than anything you see on the stage. It's like the way I fight in the gym is just awesome. So I'm trying to show that a little bit more. It just happens to be that I run through the guys sometimes and the, the fights don't end up the way I, that I normally roll. Um, but um, yeah, you know, like I think it's going to be me coming out and just, and just being in a better place coming out to the competitions. 
Where do you um, see yourself? What, what organization do you think is the best fit for uh, you? Okay, that's where I lost, I lost my mind. Frame of thought. Yes. So I want to do grappling for one championship, and then I want to do one championship. I want to fight in one championship. That's the yeah. that's the organization I want to fight. The reason why I want to fight in that championship is one, they treat their fighters a little bit better. I think. Um, two, um, they're all my size. You know, like the guys who are actually fighting 135 and 125 are actually my size. They don't cut the same amount of weight that they do in an American uh, events, right? So like UFC, they cut massive amounts of weight. Dude, I don't weigh that much. You know, like at, me being heavy and fat is like 146. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so like I, I fight at 135 or 138. So if I needed to drop weights to 25, it'd be even with the other guys. It'd be like 10, 15 pounds. It wouldn't be like some amazing amount of weight. And if I fought at 35, I, you know, MMA, you probably should cut down to the weight class below, but, um, I, that's my goal to do that and win one, a world title at bantamweight or at, at, um, at flyweight. And then that would be it. And I transitioned to, I want to defend it a couple of times and then transition to something else in my life and continue continue competing and fighting, but I don't know what that is. You know, I, I could be acting, could be a bunch of things. Would you go all in and move to Singapore too? <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I, I would just fly there, fight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to be like other people. I'll, I'll let him do his thing. I, I wasn't even this. alluding to that. A lot of people, when they get one, they just, they just like go there and they stay there. And I'm hey, just listen, like, what's going if on? They, if they offered me a contract where I was fighting, Mighty every Mouse? Month, it, might be, it might be different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but um, no, I think I'd fly back and forth until, until then and, and see where it goes. But um, the sky's the limit for that stuff, man. Like I'm competitive. I'm, I'm, I'm 33. I'm going to be 34 next January, so next year, but prime time. I don't even really think I'm in my, close to my prime. Like I, I still feel like I'm getting better, training better, doing things better. And I'm only getting better. Every time you see me come out, I feel like I'm, I'm super competitive and, and I'm falling like this short of those, of those major titles. So, you know, um, to the point where like, I'm barely losing, uh, if I do lose, I think I lost, like, I think last year, I think I lost three times, right. I think I lost three times and I avenged one of those losses. So it was like really only two out of like so many matches. So, um, and this year I've lost, I've lost one match, you know? So, uh, out of like, I think out of, I think like six or something like that. So like, you know, I'm there, man, I'm, I'm still hungry. I want it. And so I think it's going to be good. And then, yeah, we got to look towards the future too. We got to plant seeds. So yeah, one championship all the way. Do you feel like doing, awesome. starting with a grappling match is just a good way to, to, to like get acclimated to like, yeah, just well, feel them out. Is that more what that's definitely going to. Yeah, they're definitely going to pay me better. And then yeah. getting in the cage and fighting in that thing is also a dream for, in itself yeah. for me. Like not just any cage, a real organization that it has like, uh, you know, uh, like a lot of like, you know, like giant power, which is awesome. Um, seeing a different place is awesome. Um, and I'm an athlete, man. I love, I, I'm, in, I'm in it to, you know, I also got to make money, you know, which is not money doesn't drive me, but I also need to make a living. So yeah. um, that's what it is. And uh Hopefully that happens and I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm trying to see if doing anything I can do to get a match. Hopefully I can get a fight with a really cool MMA guy like everyone else. So it'd be nice to see myself fight, you know, Demetrius Johnson, you know, that, that'd, be, that'd be fucking dope. That'd be super You know, dope, wouldn't man. that be dope? Like the dude's yeah. good and grappling. He jumps around. He's fucking good at takedowns. Man, that'd be, that'd be a dope fly match. Man. I'd watch I, that. I, I, I'd watch that. I'd, I'd love to grapple a bunch of the, the, the flyweights or the, 
or the bantamweights, you know? So it'd be cool to get a MMA fight with someone um, that's high caliber in MMA and then show what I made of, you know, may, maybe change my life with a, with a bonus, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, uh, ha- have you had any talks with anybody there? Is this not this- anybody yet? I have my, I have some contacts out there that are working on talking to some of the matchmakers and stuff, but you know, it takes time. It's, 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 it's one of those things that I know I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, yeah. I'm gonna get it because I'm like one of those people that's like a, like a gem. I'm out there. My name's known, but people still aren't really kind of giving me my credit where it's due. Um, and so I don't really think there's the same amount of respect on my name as there should be, but that's okay. I can't control that. I'm just going to come out. I'm going to fuck everybody up. And that's just Hell yeah. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> hey, can I also add, and not a lot of people talk about this. It's like, everybody talks about, Hey man, when I was a kid, I watched Kung Fu movies. I watch Asian style, you know, like, like this stuff just gets to you somehow. Do you have any sort of Asian tattoos as well? Like any Asian? Yeah, like just Asian inspired, like whether it be like, uh, I mean, I have, like a wave um, or anything. Oh my God. I have, what do I have on me? I have a lot of things on me. Yeah. Um, no, um, uh, anything, anything Asian, like Japanese, Chinese, anything from that culture anywhere on you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, dude, I have so many, I have so many things on me. Um, I got so I'm many trying to think without, without taking my shirt off. That's what I was getting uh, to. Just... <laughs> yeah, right. Like for the, for the lady, I yeah, know. Um, trying to get them likes. I have, I have one. I have one that means. Uh, uh, oh my god, man! I even forgot the fucking meaning because I fucking tired. I like that. You just blew my mind with that. Um, <laughs> I'm getting to something. It means, it, it means like strong, and I have one. I have. I think I have one here. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. kanji. What, what I they call that kanji? What I'm getting to is. You know what else is fucking cool? Fighting in Asia. Yeah. I think that's yeah, like yeah, an underlying, sure. like, the like birthplace of martial that. arts. If, you're, if you think about pride, yeah. you know, you think People, about glory, you think about just like dream. everything. Yeah. yeah. It's like just, Dragons. I think, people, I think honestly, they, awesome. Dragons. people honestly make fun of me because like I'm a small guy, right? So like I shot a Uniqlo and I'd be like, yeah, you go to Uniqlo because they're, Asian. It's made for small people. And I'm like, oh, is that uh, a shop? Uh, I've never heard of that. Yeah. That's a shop in New York. Yeah, yeah, it's like a shop where like it's a it's an Asian store. So like yeah. all the sizes are like made for my body. So I'm straight, you know. They also, um, I didn't know about this until I had some Asian friends in the military. There's sunglasses for Asians because of their face, like their facial structure. <laughs> I didn't know about this. This is, is like there, a is real, real thing. thing. Yeah, okay. I was. No, I didn't know about. Yeah, that there's, there's like, it's like, like you said, just it's not only that. It's like, and it's for other cultures too. It's just like people are built different. So it's yeah. like that's why they say like Asian large is like American small. Yeah, you it's know? when like, you get a geek from overseas and yeah. it's like, <laughs> that A three is an A one. Yeah, listen, but listen, I'm a small guy, so that works for me. You yep. know, these A ones be coming from fucking Pakistan, America, and they're like, they're like A threes. Insane for you, yeah. But you're going to be in heaven over there, man. Hey, we've got some, uh, I know we said we were going to cut it at an hour, so I got a little speed round that we're going to do. Just so you know, I've, I've seen you in other podcasts and they do a speed round. They got it from us. They did it after <laughs> us. Just just so you know. Originals. But hey, don't forget to take some pictures, bro. Yes, uh, okay, sir. Okay, so we got a, a little speed round. So, all right, you can elaborate if you want. We can go as fast as you want. But, gee or no gee, what's your preference? None. None? No, there's got to be a... Pre- no. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll lay it out like this. Your favorite training partner says, hey, man, let's go to the gym and train. Are you grabbing your gi? 
Or you're grabbing your Nogi kit. Honestly, bro, I wouldn't matter. <laughs> okay. If it, All right. If you want to say which one I want to make a career out of later on that that's gonna like like really benefit me is gonna be Nogi. Right. Okay. But, but there's not that's not a thing. It's like yo, let's do Gi or Nogi, whatever. Like, it don't bother. Most of the time, if this is longer answer, go ahead. Uh, I do my sessions and I always do one of the other and end with the other one. Like, so you, you're doing in the same training session, you're doing gi and nogi. So like the last two rounds, I won't concentrate. Like if we did a nogi session, I would do the last two rounds of gi. And that way it's just fucking fun. And then like the other session is all gi. And then there's like last two, two rounds. All right, let's go nogi. So I never get it in my head that it's a thing. Okay. Gotcha. That's dope. I like all right. That. I like that answer. So takedown or pull guard. We talked about pulling guard a lot. Takedown or pull guard. If it was my old self, I'd probably be like a uh, pull guard, but I, I, I like to say takedown these days. I've been working really hard on the stand up, so I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm actually okay standing right now. I've been working so hard on it. You have no idea, man. I fucking mind fuck myself on it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm versed in both. But I'm I'm gonna go with like my savage old self that just does takedowns. Two points. Two, <laughs> two points. So now, are two you? Points. He uses. Uh, he used. It's funny to hear him say. I'm a consumer, meaning I'm a consu- I watch jujitsu because I always say that. Are you a consumer of jujitsu? Do you watch? Are you like religiously watching? I know you said you watch tape and stuff, but are you like watching every WNO live? Are you watching every? Flip oh, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll go for certain. I'll go for certain matches. Depends on what it is. Most of the time, I pay attention to my weight class, or I'll go back and study my weight class. The mm-hmm. matches happen, but because I train jujitsu all the time, it's my life. Yeah. Um, sometimes I try to pull back and not, not look at it, but, um, if it's amazing fights, I'll do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of, of I, I'm a fan. I'm not really like fans of like in, in the sense of people, but I enjoy watching certain masters at their art, yeah. you know? So like if I'm, I'm, a, I'm consider myself a master, right? I'm not a grandmaster. I just consider myself a master, right? I consider the guys that have been in the sport forever grandmasters. And so, like, I look at, like, a guy like my professor, like a grandmaster, you know, somebody I enjoy watching or somebody else who's been in the scene forever as a grandmaster. And then I love watching uh, the top guys at their at their art. You know, it's cool. So who's your favorite competitor to watch? Do you have one? Um, uh, Tynan was, was is one of my favorites to, to watch him go um, in, in my weight class. Uh, I'm my favorite. But besides that, <laughs> of course. Uh, that's how you, you said, win. No, man, One of the last episodes, I don't have, somebody like, said Tyne like, as well. I like watching. I like watching Shane Taylor go. I like watching. Um, I like watching Gary Tonin for sure. Uh, I love watching. Gary. I, like, I, like, wa- I like watching um, the Rotolo brothers. That they're really awesome. Golly, how good um, are those? There's, kids? there's a there's a there's a, there's a couple guys that I enjoy I enjoy watching, but I just really try to focus on what I'm doing and just studying from afar. But I like watching Lucas Pinheiro. Uh, he's he's amazing. Um, they got some other guys coming. I like watching my teammate, uh, Diego Pato. He's, he's amazing. Um, I like watching Maisa. She, she's my teammate, but she's, I watch her shit religiously, but she's, she's really good. We're on like a, a unity jujitsu run. We had, yeah. ta- we had Tex Johnson on then Jade, Jadeson, and now you yeah. not by design no. by any means. It just happened that way. I'm looking. I mean, that's, those are all good choices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I've always been in love with you. Like, I, I can't wait to get... We're going to get Levi one of these days. I'm putting it out in the universe. Yeah. Because that kid... Have, man, I'm sure you'll have fun with that one. He's way cooler than me. 
Bro, you're cool too, bro. Don't 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 be modest. You just said you were your favorite person to watch. I am my favorite person. That doesn't mean I'm not other people's favorite person. Yeah. All right. So next question is, what is your ultimate goal in the world of jiu-jitsu? Uh, Nogi champion, one major gi title, uh, ADCC champion, um, and winning uh, winning establishing myself as one one of the the biggest threats at 135. That that's that's pretty much where it is, right? I'm not one of those guys that, yeah, I want to win titles and I want to like maybe win them twice, but I'm not one of those guys that want to win 16 titles or six titles. You know, I want, I, there's certain things I want to do. And if I get to do them again, that's awesome. But I, I feel like he stole my list. That's my same list. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At 135. You know, um, that's like your left leg. <laughs> At 250. I knocked, I knocked one of those uh, out my list. I'm, uh, I got the fight to win title, and, and I defended it four times. So that one's really good. I'm looking to defend it at fifth, which would be my ultimate goal for the fight to win. You run through those, man. I've been medalist on Nogi Worlds two year, uh, two times consecutive. So I want all the Nogi titles, and I want one major Gi title, whether it's hands yeah. or Worlds or whatever it is. How about opening a gym? I think I've heard you talk a little bit about that yeah, as well. Yeah. Is that, is that something that the gym is going to be sung later on, yeah. but I want to do that and doing that is going to take away from me right now. And yeah. so I have to be really selfish right now and just really focus on my career. Um, so I'm looking probably like the next two, three years focusing on me, but we'll be planting seeds for like the following to end those two or three years to start opening my gym or even maybe opening it and, and running it, but still having my, my, somebody else run some of the training sessions so that I can focus on me. I love teaching bar none. I love teaching and it makes me a better competitor, but I also just got to do for me right now. So okay. that, that's what I'm focused on. I like that. Now, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself before the very first time you ever stepped on the mat, what advice would you give yourself? Um, calm down. Don't rush. And I'd say study tape a lot earlier, pay attention to the skills and concepts and the structure versus just doing moves that people taught you. Like, I wasted okay. a lot of time training very, very, very hard and training hard and being gritty is easy. That's easy. Um, studying, learning the body, learning what's going on, why it's happening, what has to happen. That's, that's a lot harder. And I would have, I learned and redid my whole brain on jujitsu at black belt. So whatever you've seen before and you thought like, Hey, maybe he's amazing. For me, I was shit. It was nothing. It was, it was horrible. It was disgusting. Now black belt, I'm paying attention a lot and I'm being sure that I don't make those mistakes. If I could, could have went back, I would have been more successful in the earlier belts, even more successful, not just I would have been something else different than I am now, but it's okay because I'm here now and I'm, I'm, I'm what I am now. That's a constant theme. Uh, my only question on that was that when you say watch tape, do you mean tape on others or tape on yourself? Oh, uh, no, tape on others, like any okay. tape he wants. The only problem is back then it was different, right? Like, yeah. so it was real. Tapes. You didn't have BJ Fanatics. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have, yeah, yeah you, you didn't have any of that stuff. You didn't have YouTube the way it was. The, the information wasn't there the same. So it is a little different. But I would say still try to pay attention to that. Uh, now these days, everyone's spoiled. Everyone has everything at their fingertips, has the best competitors in the room. All, all the people who made the mistakes are teaching them. So I always tell my students, like, you know, like I'm showing you a blueprint, things you don't have to figure out. Like I've had to figure this out. So um, being able to hold not only my own and be one of the best in the world at my level right now or in, in the top uh, black belts where they consider you a name is crazy because there's like fucking 17-year-olds I'm fighting. 
you know, and to be able to hang with these people, you got to know what the fuck you're doing. Cause otherwise they eat you alive, you know? Yeah. Do you have any regrets as it relates to your jujitsu journey? Um, maybe I regretted just not enjoying life a little bit more. You know, I work, I just had tunnel vision and didn't really give myself time to enjoy, um, a lot of things in life that I deserve to enjoy. And, and, and I'm still working very, very, very hard and always busy, but I'm learning how to enjoy the little things a little bit more and, and relax a little bit more and give back to myself. Um, because I think I just didn't maybe grew up, didn't think I deserved it because of the way I grew up. And I just had to work hard and I was trying to survive and I was trying to do a dream and everything, but now I'm still chasing the dream, but I'm, I'm being more, I'm trying to be more kind to myself. So I, I'd say be more kind to myself, you know? Okay. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I've talked about that a little bit as it relates to doing a podcast, like who the fuck do you think you are inviting these famous jujitsu people on, yeah. you know? And like when the podcast took off for us, it was just like, holy shit. People are actually listening to us, Whoops, and you kind of go through that. I'm like, <laughs> I really, do that. I deserve this? Well, you know, why me? You know, like kind of that yeah. feeling. Right? Yeah, I just try not to think, think about it. Even, and like, we're not even like Miguel is the Miguel is the most famous TikTok jujitsu co-host <laughs> without a TikTok page. I don't have a, I don't have a TikTok. <laughs> he gets the his, his video snippets get the most views, and he doesn't have, want anything to do with TikTok. I can't add anything else to my life, bro. Right. I can't. <laughs> All right, I've got two more questions for you. The second to last is best cookie joint in New York City. Cooking joint? Cookie joint. Uh, I am a, I, I am a wait, wait, let me yeah, just know, say this. <laughs> I'm a cookie expert in every state. And that's why I'm asking. I would have to say the bar none, if we're just judging the chocolate chip cookies, which is the one you have to judge, it'll be culture espresso. Culture cookie in New York is the best tasting fucking amazing cookie. And it's everything you want. It's it's a perfect size. It's not too thick. It's not too little. The, ch the chocolate chip is, is, is <sighs> sweet, but the texture is dry in the middle and, and uh, dry on the outside a little bit, just enough, and then really smooth in the middle. <laughs> Listen, the way, I, the I way you closed dude, your eyes and dude. talked about Damn. that is is almost the same way you talk about your jujitsu. Hey, <laughs> hey, don't, don't open up a don't Listen. open up a gym. Open up a bakery, bro. Uh, I'm there. I love the bro. Let me tell you, sell I cookies love, out of your gym. I love fucking cookies, bro. Everywhere, like like protein cookies, everything you can imagine. I've, I've tasted it. I went to, every time I go to a state, different country, the first thing I do after competition is get cooked. Yeah. And I, and I try different spots. Take I don't try just one spot. Cookies. Yeah. So when you go to England, make sure you know they're called biscuits. <laughs> that's what they call biscuit? cookies. Yeah. That's what they call cookies over there. <laughs> that's okay. I, I'd be like, can I have a biscuit? Yeah. So I'm going to let Miguel ask the very last question. It's a very, very important question. This sir. is the, this is the most, this is the most important and serious question that you'll answer today. Do you or do you not wash your jujitsu belt? Oh, I do not. It'll wash. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not wash my jujitsu oh, belt. No, I don't. belt. I've heard. I've heard this. I've heard the answer. Again, we. I'll just say we were the first to do the speed round at the end of the episode. So I've heard you do another speed round. I won't tell you who. Love him. Had him on, but. Tell everybody why, what happened with your belt, with your black belt. Uh, I know, I heard the story. <laughs> oh, man. About the little bleach on the, on the, on the tip. Yeah. 
There, so I, I had watched, I had gotten my, my promoted black belt, right? And it was really, really, really long, right? So I put in the wash one time fresh before I wore it down and a small amount of bleach was in there and it was a little bit of brown on my fucking black belt. And I fucking colored it in with a fucking marker to make sure it was good. <laughs> but it was okay because it was only a little bit. But after that, I never washed it again, ever. And actually, some a really this is a story for you to learn, okay? Because I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I was with my students, and my belt has been. I wore my the one I promoted with when I trained always, um, and I ripped it up pretty bad. And I decided that I would let my students play tug of war with their belts, and I put my fucking black belt in there, thinking like it wouldn't be a thing, and it fucking ripped. And I freaked out and I was telling myself, it's fine to my students. It's fine. It's my fault. And in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I You're fucking dying inside. Just <laughs> my belt. But, but I went and got it taken straight to the shop, had that shit redone, sewn back up together, never wore it again, but kept it. It survived and it's, it's good. I just will not wear it to training, but my professor, he looked, was very upset, but he's going to get, he's getting me another one that is made the same, but I, my, that way, my original belt is still intact, but I'll never wear the one I'm promoted with my name on it. The unity style <laughs> we in, need, in the room. All right. That's we a need, good, no, that's a good need, reason to why you don't wash your belt. We'll, we'll, we'll give him, dude, we're going to give him that one. Go ahead. We need to add a new question. When you die, will you be buried with your jujitsu belt? Duh. <laughs> hey, hey, say that again. <laughs> when you die, will you be buried with your jujitsu belt? I mean, I hope so. I want, I mean, I'm going to be buried in my gi. <laughs> I hope so. I, I would hope you put my finest gi in like fucking one medal or something. Otherwise, what the fuck's it for? Hey, don't yeah. put me in a new gi. I want my oldest, like yeah. my favorite, dirtiest gi. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah, blood stains. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. clean it. Nothing. Listen, I'll tell you this much. This is why it's important. Um, I grew up and I never really achieved anything in my life besides what I got now, which is a lot now, but... I didn't get, I'm high school dropout, uh, abused, uh, stereotypical Hispanic, uh, came from nothing, shit family, everything. The only certificate that I have that I absolutely adore is my certificate of being a black belt on the Murillo Santana, because that is like the same thing as your master's degree under whatever school that is the most highest level you can do. So not only am I a black belt, I'm a black belt on the Murillo Santana. So that certificate that says that to me is the most amazing thing to me in the world. That's more than any medal you can give me. If I had to choose between that certificate and the world title, I'm going to choose the certificate. I love that answer. I like that. And I love, yeah. I love your professor or your grandmaster. I really do. I watched. I He's my grandmaster. He's the, yeah. the master above masters. Yeah. No, that guy, I, his voice, like if I'm watching a match, like an IBJJF match, and he's like two or three mats down. Mats down. I'm like, I tune. I immediately like that guy's like my spirit animal. Like I just hear him. I dude, that guy's great. He has, like, a, loud, he has a loud. He has a loud voice. Like not only sure. that, but from what I hear, and from I mean, I don't know the guy, but from what I hear from people who have talked about him, is that he's like also just like a genuinely good human being. He's a great. He's a great human being. Yeah. We'll he's, helped, he's, helped, back. he's probably helped everyone's favorite jujitsu star who doesn't give him any credit. He's, he's probably helped them. I, yeah. I know so many people who they, everything they show is all him and how they got good, how they they train with us, but they never, they he's, never been a, he's, like, he's a black belt for 20 years now. Right. Oh yeah. He's, yeah. He's, 
long time, yeah. long time. Wow. He showed me he's people who work hard, and then there's the person who can show me how that I can go harder. I work a lot harder than a lot of people all day, and I'm honest with that. I outwork a lot of people. I train more than a lot of people all day, every day. Probably more than your favorite black belt, but he'll make me look like nothing. He'll just be like, you can work harder. I love it. With that being said, do you have anybody you want to shout out? Do you have any sponsors? Anybody you want to say hello to? Yeah, yeah. Let me shout out my um, my uh, my protein cookie sponsor. Oh, hey, of hey, let's go. Yeah. So the pro- <laughs> uh, protein bakery, which makes actually they make real cookies, like they're not fucking processed. It's real food, and it tastes it tastes like really fucking good, bro. Yeah, give it. To um, it's amazing protein bakery up in New York on our West West Nineteenth Street. Uh, my gear, Cruise Combat, and the Virus International, they gave me the Fly Snowy gear. Uh, Cruise giving me the custom one. And my Gi uh, Yon, uh, they hooked me up for like, I don't know how long, for like six years. Um, it's, those are like the best sponsors. I only support people, the, the brands I really care about. So if you like them, you can always go check out my uh, IG page. My IG page has my link. My link leads you to everything related to me. I also want to state here that I have a YouTube page that gives you free instructionals. Uh, you can okay. inscri- subscribe to it. Uh, it's they, they teach the same way I do in my instructionals. They funnel in some of the criteria for the instructionals and some out of it. But it's uh, it's only launched recently. And uh, we're the, gonna put yeah, a link in there. We'll put a link in the description yeah, on uh, on both uh, the audio and the and the video. Yeah. And subscribe. You're going to get really good content for free. And if you like it, maybe you can spend $35 on instructional. All right. Cool. That's great. Well, hey. Junie, again, listen, don't hang up. I'm going to say goodbye to you. Okay. Don't hang up, though, for us. Wait around for a second. But we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Love to do it again. I know we had a little time crunch there. And some people were, weren't here. El tráfico. El tráfico. <laughs> but we appreciate it. We'd love to do it again one day. And if you're ever in South Florida, hit us up. For we sure. love having uh, guests come in yeah. as well. So. Hang on again a second, but thank you very much for, for being with us today. Okay. Thank you, right. so thank you guys. Much. Thank you, everyone. I wish you nothing but success, sir. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram, too, at MyNeutralZone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at the BJJ Box. All of us here at the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies would like to thank the entire crew over at Flow and Roll for their tremendous support. They're renowned for their incredible t-shirt designs and they've got something for everyone. Flow and Roll quickly rose up to become the premier custom apparel provider for academies, big or small, throughout the United States. 
Shoot them an email about your custom order, flowenroll at gmail.com, and they'll be more than happy to get you hooked up. Check them out on Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll for samples of their gi and no gi kits. They conveniently offer flexible payment options too. Head over to flowenroll.com for more details, and while you're there, pick up a Jujitsu dummy signature tee, now exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your online purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or geese with code JJD. Special thanks to George Hernandez, Claims Adjuster. Have you experienced damage in your residential or commercial property in the states of Florida or Texas from flood or fire, storms, theft and vandalism, even sinkholes, just to name a few? Don't get stressed out dealing with your insurance provider. Call George Hernandez today and let the professionals get you the most compensation possible. Visit HernandezClaims.com or call 305-712-6751 to get help now. And stay in touch with them on Instagram at HernandezClaims. All right, guys. That was awesome, man. Mm. Interesting dude. Yeah. I I I hope you don't run into him. I you know I meant no, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean it that way. So so I think is it okay if we say this on it? I think you made it sound like um the match was being dictated by one person. By that's not what I meant. That's what it that's how it's I, at it, least that's what I, I was picking it. up. It's like you're telling him well, like two people. Hey, you know that awesome match that you had? Yeah. Yeah, it was totally dictated by the other guy. Like, you know, it he was. did great, but he completely <laughs> yeah. he, I don't. I don't think I that he up. saw it like that. I don't think that I saw it like that. Um, I think you know you got the Mikey fans that might say something like that, but yeah. I think you I don't. Need, well, you, need I, to, you need to have a fly swatter over we there. We might like have to like do a like watch that match and then, I know that match. Like, I, was, I know, but I great. Apparently, well, according to him, you don't. It, we weren't watching apparently, the same one. I say we watch it and then like comment on it. He didn't watch it. That's bullshit. He didn't watch it. He was in it. <laughs> I'm sure that he's watched it. He watched no, it. Yeah, no, um, no, that's definitely not how I meant it. But, you know. So say sorry to the guy. I already did. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, he's a big boy. Apology, he's please. a big boy. Does he want a cookie or something? Yeah. <laughs> JK, yes, bro. Yeah. Fact, <laughs> Thank know. you very much for coming on, Junior. We appreciate you. Let's do a little housekeeping here real quick. Uh, shout out to our Patreon podcast patrons. This is the very last time we're doing this. Um, we I've shut down the Patreon page. I heard. So we're going to shout out to our... I'm not going to say who, but one of these is now a client of Black Belt Digital Marketing. Really? Yeah. Um, so Carlson Gracie Winterhaven in Winterhaven, Florida. CGWinterhaven.com. At Carlson Gracie underscore Winterhaven on Instagram. Thank you so much for all your support over the, the, the last few years. Carlson Gracie Broward County in North Lauderdale. CarlsonGracieBrowardCounty.com and at Carlson Gracie Broward County. Let me just say, uh, I want to shout out, I'll, I'll give an extra shout out to Roberto Santiago, who's been a patron. He's sure. actually, um, and this is no disrespect to the gyms themselves, but Robert, Roberto has been the one who has paid for those shout outs. So that isn't that awesome. Like he's a student really? of both of those places. He's the one that asked me to do that. And we, we worked it out, whatever. And really, he's the one that's paid for that the entire time. That's dope. You know, and look, we, I, I love all those guys. I'm not saying like they didn't do it. I'm just saying it he was a student. It. You're saying who did that did it for the gym. And that was awesome. I've never said that before, but I appreciate all Doesn't of, Roberto... of Roberto's support. And, and yeah. he's just an awesome guy. Awesome guy. And, and you know, hopefully. Uh, they got, are we talking about the same person? Roberto Santiago. In? Yeah. He trains with Big J and, yeah. and at John's and at John Wade. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, you know who else I was thinking about no, too? No, I do not know. 
the guy who trains at John Wade. I know, I know. I'm gonna kill I, you. I know. <laughs> I've got. I got. I, I think you have your, to, you're having your own inside joke. I I'm not. I got to meet right. him. I got to meet him at the gym. Actually. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah you did. You, yeah. you did meet him. Okay. Yeah. So let me. Did I? Did I uh, Carlson Gracie Broward County in North Lauderdale. Carlson Gracie. Carlson Gracie Broward County dot com at Carlson Gracie Broward County on Instagram. John Way Martial Arts in Plantation, Florida. John Way Martial Arts dot com at John Way Martial Arts. You know what? Let me say one other thing before, because I'm just like, hey, the student paid for it. Both John Way and Big J yeah. have both donated to the show privately through our GoFundMe. That's dope. So, on, you know, we were giving hey, them dude. the shout out. They gave money. Their student gave money. I appreciate the support. Uh, we're not shutting down the Patreon because there's a problem. We're shutting down the Patreon because we're going to do something better and just, it's going to evolve. Better for along the, with show, the show. Yeah. It's going to be better for the show and better for the listeners. And just done in, in, in another way. You know, you're not going to have yeah. to pay for, we're going to do like pay shout outs for the gym, but we're doing other things like the, hey, if you buy, like, I want them to think about the sponsors. Right. Don't send us, like, send, go shop at our sponsors. I want it to be more about that and the giveaway. Dude, like, can and I, then, can and I say giveaways. something about John Way? Like, I don't, yeah. I've maybe talked to him like maybe once or twice or whatever. And, you know, I went, I visited the gym, but I follow him, you know, on Instagram. That guy is like he has a personal page and he has his public page. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm I'm consider myself lucky to see his personal page. And that guy is always on the move, always celebrating something, always encouraging others. Like I I feel like I've learned something from following his personal page. Did you see and I want to make sure I He's like teaching he's teaching me about like stuff that I don't even want to know that I want to know about. So I think it was yesterday. The city of Plantation. Oh, the city in hall Florida. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. They've officially, because he's been in Plantation for operating his gym in one place or another in Plantation, Florida yep. for 25 years, they declared, I believe it's April 27th, Okay, is John Way Day. Is it martial? Not John Way. It's like John Way Martial Arts Day. I should have just ended right? at John Way. <laughs> it would have been way better. <laughs> John I'm Wade sorry Day. I didn't have something better prepared to to give him that shout out, but I believe it's like John Way Martial Arts Day. But what an awesome dude! The guy is like, always yeah. It's like you, you know he owns a marketing company as well. I, I believe he still runs that I, marketing. I remember company. I was here for the interview. Like yeah, I and it's it's beyond that. It's like yeah. if you like see how he interacts like with the community yeah. and like so with his family got fighters. The fight, the fighting bouts. He's got John Way Martial Arts. And multiple He's disciplines. Got the, the marketing company. He's still working so. on himself. Just got yeah. his black belt. Just got his black belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, the dude does not yeah. stop. Awesome guy. Yeah. Happy to shout him out. Uh, so our, some of our individual sponsors, and again, you know, this is the, the last time we're shouting him out, but thank you to Matt Murphy, who was like one of our brand new sponsors. Like, oh, he got in at the He just got in at the end. Ah. So thank you, Matt. But we're going to do some other cool stuff. Uh, BOA Athletics, who's been like with us from like almost the beginning. Boa. So underscore or uh, on IG at BOA underscore athletics. Jason Smiley, CJ Carroll, who always asks us to shout out Mission 22. So we, I said, I'll do both. Yeah. And I shouted him out along with Mission 22. Good follow. Again, Chuck Reddor and Roberto Santiago. Thank you, Roberto, for all the support. Uh, again, we're not hey. going anywhere. Nothing's wrong. We're just going another route with that specific part of how we do things. Please hold. All right. So at Jujitsu Dummies <laughs> on Instagram for all the ways to watch, listen, and support. I'm Uncle Milty BJJ on IG. 
I got what I got something to did say. You, did you get some? Because I only oh, got one. Hold on. Okay, no, no, I'm not gonna even talk about that okay. yet. Okay. So my daughter re oh she sent me a video of our like puppy that passed away last year playing with our cat. We were having like your puppy. We were having a little argument about it, and she sent me a video of uh, an old video of our our puppy playing with this kitten that we found at the time. And I remember I was like, I don't remember if I just started my IG with Uncle Milty BJJ. It was like. Uh, un uncle underscore Milty underscore 73. Cause it was in the, she so tagged, she, she put me in the text so of the post. So you're guilty. And when she sent it to me, I'm like, Oh, that was my handle. So that was my handle. So I didn't start it with uncle Milty BJJ, but I know once I was, once you got that one stripe, I, think, I, don't even, that I one honestly stripe. don't even think I waited for the one stripe. I think once I was, was like, this I was it. I was addicted day one. I knew like, I'm wrong with that. I went in there going, I want to do this. Like I wanted to do jujitsu so bad. You did it. And I did it, and there you go. So I found it. But, Miguel, yeah. what's your handle? It's uh, JJD underscore DJJ. You really don't like saying the ad either, right? Like you don't feel like this. That's, a, I feel like that's that, like that, why you- It's, it's a given. Wait, it's a you, given. It's a given it's that it's a, the at. It's, yeah, it's, it, it is a It's a given that it's like, like at. Uga, uga, gotta say the at. Like, you're like a caveman or something, bro. Like, yeah, not everybody. You, know, you say no, IG. No, not everyone's at you your level. You say IG. You Do you type in the at when you're searching? In the search, or do you yeah, just type the name? Type you don't type the ad, yeah, bro. Type it's not even on the. It's Sometimes. not even on the on the thing. You gotta switch. You gotta switch the the, no, the I keyboard. Type like at, it's so not so. there. Because you could do at or the hashtag. I don't know. I do at. I just type. no. I don't know what's doing. I just kidding. type. I just type. So I I stepped I stepped on you saying it. So what is it? It's okay. What do you mean? I already said it. Yeah, but I J -J completely D talked over you. JJD underscore DJJ underscore. 69. Is it underscore 69? No. Oh, 69. no underscore. Oh. You don't even know your own freaking handle? Say the fucking no. ad. You wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have forgotten. No, that. that's not it. Yeah, I'm, I'm adding <laughs> things. Don't say the ad. Don't say <laughs> the ad. Don't say the ad. No, that isn't it. Uh, JJD so, underscore DJJ 69. I feel like we're promoting the thing you don't want to promote <laughs> yeah, more. Uh, so, Just so go I only got one, I only got one, one suggestion. Yeah. Which was what? I don't remember. No. Uh, <laughs> But it's it's from a person who's like we're always commenting yeah uh, on stuff and he's always he's active on our page okay. all the time and um so what we're know. talking about is I wanted you to change the yeah the to your handle more, to something more podcast specific because it is just your IG for the for the for podcast, podcast. you yeah. have your own personal I do and I was no 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 you make a valid point it's just I feel like I only got one suggestion so maybe I'll I'll give it a maybe give it another episode. See if other right. people want to. We'll say yeah. If not, I might message drop him it. with suggestions for a new IG handle, and you were going to give away a, a whole swag bag, bag, a swag bag, like the, a the guest regular swag bag. swag bag plus a leg locker, short sleeve, or card. Or, or or long sleeve hash, hash card, card, whatever okay. you want. Yeah. All right. Thank you for coming today. Appreciate it. We missed you. Yeah, I miss you guys too. Yeah, yeah. You I definitely just, uh, I had some quality family time though. Okay. I needed it. Good for you, brother. Yep. Well, you wouldn't good. miss us if you didn't miss the exit. I didn't miss the exit. <laughs> I tried getting 20% off my drive by screaming JJD <laughs> at all the work. dumb people. And your oil pan just broke off. And no. Bo, give me your handle. At B-A-D-W-E-R-K-S. <laughs> Bad, Bad works. All right, everybody. Thank you for watching and, uh, watching watching and listening. And watching, watching and listening. It's like, I look down and go, do I need to really read the thank you? For thank you for watching. I think I can probably remember yeah. that part. And the fact that mid-sentence, I went to go look up and go, I don't need to read that. And I guess I do. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Thank you for all your support. Peace, love, jiu-jitsu. Peace, love, jiu-jitsu.